0: Where's our friend Tony?
1: No, he's over there. Tony, they said, "What's up?
0: Did you hear?" Him? Hi, Tony. Yo. He said, "Hey, boo." Does Tony just like wonder, like, what the fuck do you be talking about <laughs> I mean, he watches this. Show. I got him into the show now too.
1: He loves uh, FESCO and Ashtrick.
0: I need Tony to chime in. A he won't. Little. He won't do it. Why won't you write in, Tony? He can chime me in his and He's almost like by this point he's almost like the fourth the fourth Right, right. they're like you're <laughs> the fourth member of the show. 100%. Right. Why don't why don't you write into your your feedback
1: cuz you got thoughts. What are your thoughts? You, uh, you get the
2: fuck
0: out of here. No. I'll give you the number. I gave it to
1: Snacks. Didn't
0: I? Yeah, you did. I texted uh, her back too. <laughs> I wanted to make sure that that shit was right because I went from the fuck, I went gonna call somebody out their name. Did she she say it? Did she answer? Yeah, she did. Because I don't know what kind of weird Florida shit you got going on. (laughs)
2: What did she she say? What
0: did she say? She said, no, I asked her, like, I said, Devin told me to call you a snack. And (laughs) I never said a snack. I called her snack. And she said, snacks. I was like, okay, thank you. Because I won't know what kind of fucking shit you got going on. I went from a. She always okay. hungry. <sighs> that that doesn't. Are you trying to make a statement about a, a person's appearance or anything? Wait,
1: is snacks fat, Tony?
0: No. See? She's oh,
1: what the <laughs> fuck? See? <Liga. laughs> you can't say that. That makes me sound like an asshole. Not right. She just always hungry.
0: We can't touch her <laughs> Right, right. You gonna horse fuck me again? <laughs> Okay, okay. Right, I just wanted to make I just. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> we love snacks. Right. We do love snacks. I just named
1: And she's a black woman. She, okay, good. I,
0: With braids in her hair, Jamel. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i just going to aspersions on somebody because, you know, I'm already toxic.
2: Tell you what I did last night
3: came home say around a quarter to three still so
4: high hypnotized in a trance from the body, soap butter red brown edit that out podcast where we always leave it in i am your host jamel and with me as always is devin and Juwan. i'm gonna start with Juwan this week how are you doing man
0: i am all right In yourself ma'am
4: i'm doing quite well doing quite well how about yourself devin
0: i'm glad you asked
1: i didn't think you'd ask me i am doing fantastic
4: not fan-fucking-tastic
1: i'll take fan-fucking-tastic for 200 okay. alex
4: <laughs> oh wonderful, 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 I say wonderful. I mean, that's me.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, you know.
4: well, you know, it's another, it's another episode, and um, I'll tell you one thing we're not here for. We are not here for the world's worst slam dunk contest.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
4: That was horrid.
0: Oh my god. That was I the enjoyed
4: worst. It. You enjoyed the slam dunk contest. Let me,
1: let me rephrase that. I enjoyed NBA All-Star Saturday Night. The dunk contest was trash.
4: The dunk contest was horrible.
1: The three-point contest was fantastic, though.
4: Well, yeah, that wasn't that bad.
0: Mm -hmm. Look, Um, I'm not the... Okay. You allowed to watch this, Juwan? I was trying to watch Ali Wong, but my um, but my <laughs> wife corralled me into watching this boring ass slam dunk con- contest. Oh my God. And I know I'm not like the biggest sports person on this, but on this show. Mm-hmm. But whatever the fuck those niggas was doing, I know oh. that wasn't nobody right.
4: even got to fifty. I
1: don't think. <laughs> I don't think there. I don't think there was a fifty. Yeah, I Holy don't think there was shit. a fifty.
0: That's crazy. It was so bad. Yeah, and who was that nigga? Jalen, what Jalen Butler? What's that nigga's uh, name? Green, Jalen Green. Jalen Green. Green.
1: Yep.
4: D-
0: whatever the fuck this the nigga one that was had like fifteen
4: thousand tries.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, all of them had like fifteen thousand
4: Yeah, but he had like more.
1: <sighs> it was bad.
4: It was so bad. The
1: Mexican. It was the Mexican won it though, right? No uh, uh,
2: hell, the I don't A- remember. Wait,
1: hold on. How about this? I know Obi Toppin won from New York. The Mexican mm-hmm. was from Golden State. This sounds hella racist, and I'm not being racist. I don't know what Obi Toppin <laughs> is, but I no, was going to say. he's
4: like half black, half Mexican, I think. Obi Toppin? Oh, Obi to- oh no, I don't know who that is. I yeah, know the, I
1: uh, Juan. Juan um... Tosquino, yeah. Uh, he sounds yeah, like Tosquitos. Kind of...
4: <laughs> Stop. But he, right. yeah, he's half Mexican.
1: Right. That's the nigga from Golden State that I never heard of before Saturday. It's i'm honestly if i haven't heard of you that's bad. Um i'm just yeah. gonna put it out there. There you go. If I don't oh. know who you are. I knew we had a magic player who I thought was gonna do something, and he embarrassed us with Tim's, so that was fun. Oh yeah, God, I was, was like, that what that the deal. fuck that was going
0: like, on? You with you this don't
4: this take thing. them damn shoes off <laughs> like <didn't laughs> out of here. All,
0: a brand pair of Tim's out the box. It took him to, five minutes but, to put them on, too. Yeah. Man. so because. I was like, "Why aren't these niggas playing basketball? Why aren't you?" And the nigga dumping?
4: with the, uh, th- is it the same nigga that had the chain with the phone? Oh, That,
0: oh, play- that, was, a, that, was, a that was a different nigga because they okay. had the chain because he was trying to do the dunk and sell it as an NFT. I'm yeah, like, you yeah, and it was still Olivia. bad,
1: right? He,
4: I'm like, so you just
1: took it out to I take
0: it to genuine. the judges? Wasn't yeah, because James?
4: he didn't even, yep. yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, that's who that was, but yeah, he didn't even do it like completely. He had to like change it at the last minute.
1: Yes. Yeah. You know what oh, was god. good though? What Euphoria. That? Well, that was. But Bel Air. I am all in on that show. Uh, I haven't, haven't
0: started it yet. I have not Oh my god. It. I thought niggas. you were gonna say Peacemaker. I haven't seen I haven't Oh my it god. Yet. The finale. Oh glorious. yes.
4: Yes.
0: Oh, so yeah,
1: I, I gotta watch that. So good. So homework for next week's show. I'm gonna watch that Peacemaker.
4: peacemaker.
1: You niggas, niggas are gonna watch Bel Air. Okay. They say nigga on Bel Air. Oh, they do? <gasps> yes. Oh, and I'm, fuck. In. I'm in. I
0: got your peacock. Oh. I got your Yes, the
1: I was about to say. So we can okay. watch four episodes. Jamel, you still got the password? I'll text it to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, I love this oh. show. Uncle Phil oh, is an oh, alpha.
4: Okay.
0: I will start on that tomorrow. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is is The Abigail Elementary
4: comes on tomorrow.
0: Well, I, I need to catch up on that too. Is, wait a minute. Um Jamil can abstain from this, but is the actor that plays Uncle Phil also an alpha? Because you know they are not allowed to do that. I'm just saying. I, I didn't I didn't that. hear the question, but you said asked what? What was the question? I was at, no, I asked, was the actor that plays Uncle Phil also an alpha? Because and you know Phil they're not allowed to that. It. Oh well, you know, I I, I want they were they wore this, they, the, they wore the colors.
4: I'm looking at a... <laughs>
0: I just want to make sure that people have done their research, you know, because I understand Bill Air is not as popular as a certain other show that we covered on this network. So maybe <laughs> you know the backlash hasn't reached them yet, but you know, since since that's what that's what's that's what's going on. So, so I just want to make sure. Yeah, man, <laughs> is the
1: Delta, Uncle Phil's the Alpha. It, they, it is out here. Carlton's. I ain't
0: gonna tell y'all. Just watch the show. I will. I will. I will. Um, I was very interested. In that fact, I thought it was something that we w- that we might cover maybe after it's finished we could do a a retrospective or something about it when it's finished i I am all in i am all in it is fantastic well i also wanted to tell jamel jamel have you started watching your movies yet
4: no i need to start this week i'm gonna start this week
0: i've uh well we are also here for power of the dog uh and only thing i say that nigga's a bitch i'm not gonna say which one I'm not gonna say which one, but okay. when you watch it, you'll probably understand. And Nightmare Alley, which um, Bradley Cooper's penis, not a flop. Wow. <laughs> oh. I don't know what that means. Okay. J- Jamal it when she watches.
4: <laughs> I I understand. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I get what you're. I, I I'm picking up what you're putting down.
0: Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah.
4: All right. So uh, what are we here for, for real? We are here for Euphoria. This is uh, season two, episode seven, the penultimate episode, The Theater and It's Double. That is I-T apostrophe S.
0: Yes. The Theater and It's Double is a collection of essays by a French poet and a playwright, Antonin Uh, Artoud. It was uh, from his uh, famous works on theater. Uh, including the manifestos for a theater of cruelty. So um there's some Sam Levinson still pulling from popular works of um of um previous art for his for his um, titles. And I think this is yeah. very very in the way this episode went down, very fitting. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, uh written written and directed by Sam Levinson. I think like all the episodes are just going to be written and directed by him. Um uh what did you guys think of this episode? Uh J- Devin, I'll start with you.
1: Uh I love it. I need to see next week's right now.
4: Mm. Especially Juwan?
1: a certain uh oh. dance number. Cool.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Dev uh Juwan?
0: No, I absolutely love this episode. I think this is um, my favorite episode of the series. It was amazing. Wow. Um, it was amazing. I, I had a lot of high hopes, and they delivered on all cylinders. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. And we got some more levity.
0: Yes, definitely. We yeah, we a lot needed of, um, a little context. levity, man. We got oh some levity, and we, also got a, and we also got a lot of context. Um, yeah, we got
4: some answers. We got yes, a, lot answers. a lot of answers. Definitely a lot of answers. Mm-hmm. Also I love uh, Rue's
1: mom wiping her hands of certain situations. Oh, we oh gonna we'll into into we're gonna talk about we're gonna get into right. it.
4: Um so what we're gonna do now, I have this uh I have this uh sectioned off into like two parts. Uh present and then like what people's lives are, you know, have, how people's lives are progressing right now and then what happens in the play and how people react to that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to just get the present out of the way, um, and th- th- then we go in with the play, baby. <laughs> uh, so, we'll go ahead and start with Fez. We learned that Fez and Lexi, they talk every day, and she's low-key starting to
3: fall in love. For the last few months, Lexi had been talking to Fezco every
5: day. But I still don't understand what the play is actually about, though.
6: It's about friendship.
5: Well, that's nice. Everybody's gonna love that.
6: Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I just, I keep second-guessing myself and getting anxious, like, if people are gonna think that it's good or bad or if it's gonna upset people or not.
5: But why would anyone be upset by it?
6: Oh, you know, it's it's based on real people.
5: Yeah, you really stroking the bee's nest with that one. Am I? I mean someone invited me to a play and they didn't even tell me I was a character in it, i definitely have some questions.
6: Like bad questions?
5: Depends on the play.
6: Well, would you be upset by it?
5: Depends on the play. Right. And the intentions of the person who made the play.
6: My intentions are good.
5: Well, you ain't got nothing to worry about.
6: But what if They think my intentions aren't good, when in reality, they are good.
5: That's what I call a quandary. What's the answer? Uh, Wait, what was the question again?
6: Like, what happens if Cassie sees the play and thinks I'm being cruel, even though I'm not?
5: Well, how about you just don't invite her then? No, she gets so mad. Even more mad than if she actually saw the play.
2: I
4: don't know. Um, and she's talking to him. She talks to him, um, about the play and she's worried about how Cassie's going to react. And, um, she's just like, but my intentions are good, but I'm nervous about, you know, what, uh, if she doesn't think my intentions are good and she takes it to another place. And Fez is just like, well, that, is what I like to call a quandary. I
2: love this nigga.
4: <laughs> and Lexi's just like, so, wait, what do you mean? He's like, uh, wait, what? What were we talking about? I am very high right now. <laughs> right,
1: he's like, the kush is big right now.
4: Right, the,
3: this, this
4: kush is hitting. Right. So, you know, either way, he, of course he's invited to the play, but he was just like, maybe you should just tell Cassie not to come. And Lexi was just like, oh, I Definitely can't do that. She'd be mad as hell. And Fez said a good point. It was like, well, would she be madder at the play or mad that she couldn't come? And that right there
0: is the question. That's the quandary right there.
4: Yep. Right, that is the quandary. Mm. Um, I well, have a
1: question though. Yes. He he asked her a question. I'm trying to remember how he worded it, but uh, when they were asking, uh, was it a good idea? And she or like, were her intentions good? And she's like, my intentions are good. But I don't know if they would know it. And I want to Mm -hmm. ask y'all, are her intentions good or is she just writing what she's seeing? Because I don't think she necessarily has like good intentions. I just think she's observing of what's going on
0: around her. That's a very good question. I think that that her incredibly good question. I think that. Thank you. Wow. I just got a nap. while she is um she i think that she's calling certain things out or bringing certain things to light which we'll get more deeply into and i think that her intentions are good to bring them this to bring them out in the open and she may be thinking that this is going to um bring certain bring people back together uh however i do think that um is i think that moreover as i thought about it going forward how people were talking online about it that probably is a little bit of selfish selfishness in there as well Mm. that she that she more so made certain circumstances um that people were going through about herself which Mm. is natural that you as a person that you will do that but yeah you're gonna see it from your perspective all the time mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: but overall yeah exactly but overall i think that maybe she she feels that by bringing these things to light will ultimately be a good thing and actually have people and force people to address these um, skeletons that they've been hiding. Absolutely.
4: and that's where the good intentions come because she's basically like, "Listen, I see you this way. The world sees you this way. I want you to see yourself this way," mm-hmm. you know. And she'll say that in you know whatever way to um, all these different characters. We'll obviously get into it. But most, if not all of them, well, except some, were very, very touched by Lexi's perspective. And we're going to get into...
1: The more I hear y'all talk about it, like, the more I thought about it, it's like, when she said that she can't speak up, is this her way of speaking up?
4: Absolutely. Like, to them,
1: for them to hear her?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. So, we're at Fez's house. Mm. And, um... (laughs) Faye. (laughs) <laughs> uh, has her ass out steaming Fez's suit.
0: Mm. Devin, did Fez you enjoy that?
1: I did. I was shocked. I'm like, where did that blow up dog get her ass from?
0: <laughs> <laughs> as much as she as much as she can muster up. Right.
4: Right.
1: right. She was so cheeked was up, she... though. She
0: was cheeked Listen, up. I was shocked.
4: She is the housekeeper. OK.
0: She's and the housekeeper. It.
4: Yeah. I mean, and it, I think like, I don't know. Like, tell me if I'm wrong, but she seems like she's looking a little bit cleaner.
0: Right. Yeah, she, de- she had a hair done. She was mm-hmm. had on clean clothes. She knows, yeah. she was lotioned up. You mm-hmm. know, not look Yeah, she looked. Yeah, she yeah, probably had some, she she probably was... had some bath and body on. You know? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely, That nigga Custer, like I
1: don't even know you. And you know what's right. so great about it is like Fez is so in love and such a cool ass nigga that like he walk around in his drawers and there is no like awkwardness no. between them they're Absolutely that comfortable not. with each other
4: she just lives there now mhm
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
4: it is what it is and custer comes over i i think we had been calling him nelson
0: yeah and, we did
4: uh, sorry y'all uh it's custer <laughs> when well, he Who? comes over and he's just like hey you know what you up to what you about to he was like yeah, i'm about i'm about to go out and he's like oh we going to a party uh
0: <laughs> no, we going out where we going uh, i don't know what the fuck aren't you going going doing
4: anywhere I'm going somewhere that is none of your business. And he's just like, oh, okay, I'll chill. I'm sitting here like, how about you just go? Right. How about you just go, oh, but wait, yeah, your girlfriend's here, whatever.
0: You know, Uh, I was a little bit mad. Not mad, but I believe that, uh, and maybe like Devin was saying, this is probably indicative of how much that uh, Fez was preoccupied with trying to go to the play and get with Lexi. Yeah. But he should have been a little bit more observant. His or, grandmother you know, told him that on.
4: love would love would be the downfall of his business.
0: Right. So he should have been a little bit more observant of what was mm-hmm. going on with Custer and why was Custer just hanging around. Even though Faye was there, why not do you just take Faye on a date? Because I'm going mm-hmm.
7: somewhere. Yeah. Uh,
0: but still, but even though but as you're about to get into Ash, this nigga, oh boy. This nigga stay ready.
4: Listen, so <laughs> um, so he puts his phone on the coffee table and it's pretty clear that he's recording the conversation or whatever right. is happening in the house. Right. Um, Ash peeps it. Well, he doesn't no, that's not what he peeps. Uh he calls uh Faye over and is just like, Hey, don't say anything, just be cool. And ash peeps that he's just like oh okay that's cool let me go grab this uh box cutter real quick and sit down right next to you and look intimidating even if i'm just 12
1: <laughs> i have never been more scared of a 12 year old in
4: Bruh, my life okay yeah this
1: nigga is out here as as you want said, say that nigga stays ready
4: he stays ready so fez ain't gotta get ready talk your and shit And
1: that's what
4: that is so Fez is in the back with Faye and, you know, he's just like, oh, I don't know. Should I wear a tie or no tie? I don't know. He, like, it's so cute. Like, he's trying to look nice for his booth thing, Um, who saved him a seat, like the best seat in the house, by the way. I and- love the way
1: he asked her. He was like, I know you think I look nice, but do you think other people would think I look nice? I'm like, yeah. I
4: love like, oh, That was Fesco.
1: <laughs> I love this nigga, boy.
4: Because all these dudes, all these people really are just teenagers.
0: Right. Right.
4: Even Fez. I think Fez is like 18 or 19 or something like that.
0: I think he's like 19.
4: Yeah. So he's not that much older than, you know, all of the, all of the, all of the everybody, everybody else. So that's what that is. And we don't know what's going to happen after this. So we'll see. I mean I saw I'm the so
2: preview,
4: I'm not gonna get into it. The,
0: uh, so I saw the preview and we're not necessarily gonna get into it, but I have some theories okay. with my own theory in my head, but um I just hope that it is a misdirect, is what I'll say.
4: Me too. Me too. Uh let's go ahead and get to Rue. This is the this is actually one of the smaller parts of the episode. But um she's in the bed with Gia, they're talking. And Gia is worried that um, she might forget, you know, she might lose memories of their dad. I feel like I don't know anything
2: about your life anymore.
3: I'll tell you when you get back. Good night. Good night. Um, Do you ever worry as you get older? You'll have less and less memories of dad. Yeah. How do you stop that from happening? You can't.
4: And Ruth's just like, I mean, it's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. And it's really sad because that that's kind of the perspective that we get from Gia and Lexi, both of them had, um, you know, tragic circumstances that befell their fathers. One passed mm-hmm. and one got into drugs. Right. We see how Cassie dealt with it. We see how Rue dealt with it. But we never saw how Gia or Lexi dealt with it. And it's I, I kind of like that they put that in there a little bit. And I I'm hoping that we get to get some more of Gia coming mm-hmm. forward. Maybe, I mean, the next episode is next week, so it's probably going to be next season. But I'm I'm anxious to see, you know, how how much of this is how all of this is affecting Gia, which we're going to get into
0: right now. Right. Well, and also just to add a little bit to that uh, context, Gio. Uh, same as Lexi, who is also a younger sister, uh, mm-hmm. like Lexi is. Um, Cassie, who is not a drug addict, but Cassie, who is an addict the of love, love of addict. a love addict, whereas Rue is a drug addict, um, and we haven't really seen. The difference is we haven't necessarily seen the interaction that Gia has had with. Um, they haven't showed us any scenes of like a young Gia with, um, no. with their father. Yeah. Um, but we have seen. We we did see the scene of um, young Lexi in this particular episode. Mm-hmm. But I will. But I am anxious in a way, but also hopeful. Of them showing more of Gia because there still is a lingering threat out there. They they have to either eliminate or adjudicate in the next episode. So, you know, we'll see.
4: Go ahead and look that word up, Devin. It's cool.
0: I'll be doing that.
4: <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. So then we get a shot. We get a scene a shot. We get a scene with Leslie, Rue's mom, and she's just like, listen, I think you broke me, dog. I, I gotta tell you this. I give up. If you want to go back and, do, you know, be a crackhead, it's cool with me.
3: You broke me. Completely broke me. I give up. Hey. You want to kill yourself doing drugs? Go ahead. I'm not going to stand in your way. So I can do drugs. Yeah. Anything I want. The world's your oyster. Mom, fucking with me right now? No. If you want to fry every last brain cell in your head, go ahead. What? <laughs> what? That's exciting what? to you, what? huh? <laughs> Being a crackhead? I just feel like there's a catch here. I can't convince you that your life is important. You're going to have to make that decision on your own. You'll be 18 soon and out of my house. And you're going to make whatever decisions you're going to make. I'm taking you off my plate. Okay. I'm going to focus on Gia. Yeah, but she's fine, though. She's been getting D's in math. Yeah. She's been in detention three times in the past two weeks. And every morning when I go into her room to make sure she's awake, she's already up on the phone. And I know she's not getting any sleep, but if you say she's fine, I'll just take your word for it. I didn't know any of that. Why would you? You only ever think about yourself. not true, mom. If I have to choose between losing one daughter or two, I'm going to fight to save her.
4: No, that's fair. And Ruth just like, wait, wait, what? I can do drugs again? Right. It's just like, unless and, and it's like, yeah, do whatever you want to, dog.
0: Because her a cracky. Right, right, right.
4: Called her a crackhead. It's just like, listen, I, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I have put all but maybe 1% of my energy into keeping you clean. I can't do that for you. You have to do that for you. And you are almost 18, which means you will be out of my house. So for right now, I'm concentrating on Gia because she is starting to flunk school. And she's not getting enough sleep. And she's starting to act out. And Ruth's looking like, oh, oh, wait, no, nah, no, nah, that's not true. That's not true. And Liz is like, oh, okay, well, if you say it's not true, okay. Mm. Okay. And she's just like, listen, if I have to choose between losing two daughters or losing one, I'm fighting for Gia. Because she still has a chance. And Ruth's just like... I mean, yeah, you're right. So, honestly, like, I'm going to ask you guys this. What did you think of her tactic? This was the tough love tactic. What did you think of it? Uh, Devin, I'm going to start with you.
1: I loved it because she was like, nigga, is this a test? And she's like, I will fail. You know I'm a cracker. <laughs> I love crack. And I was like, yes, mom, give it to her. I'm all in for the, the tough love because Rue has, a, what they say, 5% chance of succeeding. She's not gonna do it unless she makes up her mind. So yeah,
4: I like, like it. You, mom like does gotta Leslie worry can't about the do other it. One. For, like Leslie can't like do it for her. She has to do it all by herself. Like she has I, to have, want to be clean.
1: And I it made what made me think about it. I made or it made me think about what Ali got through to both Gia and the mom mm-hmm, last week.
4: Mm-hmm. I was like, Strand
1: is out here.
4: Yep. Shower that little girl with love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Right and um uh, yeah and like you said like you were um just saying David that was the uh, conclusion of what Ali had there told him just to focus on um to focus on um Gia and while it is difficult I feel because I think I think a lot of people that I saw the, the consistency of where they were mad at Leslie for giving for giving Ruth tough love but. Obviously, but this is something that had to be done in order for to, to give um, Rue that wake up call, because as we saw in the previous scene, is that Rue um, tells Gia, I don't know anything about your life. And Gia tells her, I will tell you when they come back. And they replayed that scene this week. And we find out, like you said, that Gia is um is failing school or failing math, rather, um, is getting into trouble at school in detention wise. So this is affecting. So this drug use is affecting Gia and uh, it's and it's difficult that Rue doesn't know these things because she is like, let's say, so self-absorbed that she doesn't see or that she needs to see how these things are affecting not only leslie but gia and it's up to Ruth to make the decision to want to stay clean and like we mm-hmm. said last week we hope that this is going to be the catalyst for her to be on the, the road to recovery or active recovery um, and t- next, sorry, week, next and season.
4: i tell you what she looked great throughout this entire episode right
0: yes
1: did she did she say sure. your did she tell her she was selfish or did she, she
0: say you're selfish right self-absorbed Self-absorb oh. or something okay. along those lines
4: yeah Yeah. I, I can't even lie I was not mad at Leslie like yeah nah. it was harsh it was harsh but it needed mm-hmm. to be said
0: and uh, one, one just smaller point I think that last season when Ru, when Rue got clean it was more so or also for um, the sake of the relationship with Jules mm-hmm. now that that has fizzled out and she is getting more involved in her family hopefully the she can do it for her family and not do it for this totally surface level relationship that she was trying to pursue last year last year and not even just
4: her family more so for her like she has to want it and that's what Leslie was saying was like listen I want you to be clean but it's not enough for just me to want you to be clean you gotta want it too
0: and, right. and
4: and yeah, she threw in the shit about the family because obviously, like, Rue, definitely has a soft spot for her sister. She really does, as most big sisters do. So, you know, maybe, the, like you said, like, family might push her to this because, yeah. I, here's hoping, okay?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Here's hoping. Uh, So, oh, we're going to go on to Maddie real fast. This is just with Maddie and... um. Samantha uh they're watching I think like Little League or something like that. What's Yo. the little boy's name? Noah. Theo. Theo. Damn. Okay. Well, Theo. Uh Theo's playing like Little League or something like that and Maddie's like, "Listen, I, you know, I'm kind of sad cuz she sounds like she's leaving, maybe for college, maybe you know, just to get out of town or something like that." Either way, go girl. You definitely need to go and get out of that town. And she's kind of sad that she has to stop babysitting Noah because she likes him. She likes the kid. Mm -hmm. And Samantha was just like, you know, it's going to happen. But, hey, I got you something, a parting gift. Mm -hmm. And we find out that Maddie now has the purple dress. That she she would try on all the time in right. her closet. Because just Which, like yeah, I have a feeling you're gonna like it.
0: Yes, a callback to that um camera, that um nanny cam, yeah. That because Matt that was the one dress or that um, Maddie had gravitated towards. So mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't yeah. gonna be a, that camera wasn't that much of a big deal. It was just more so just there, just just to observe. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love I feel- her,
1: by the way. Which one? Samantha. She was, yeah. she was, like, uh, when she was uh, telling him to leave, or when she got to leave, or, like, uh, did she think about staying for whatever the little boy's name is?
4: Theo.
1: Uh, Theo. Uh,
2: Huxtable? <laughs> <Like>, anyway,
1: Anyway, <laughs> uh, she was, like, uh, enough to stay. She was, like, hell no. Nah. He's, like, it, it'll break his heart. She's, like, well, he needs it broke anyway. He'll give it practice. I was, like, that's some Aww. real shit. Mm.
3: Yeah? Yeah. Because
1: the, these women will break your heart. Ain't that These right, Juan?
4: will, too. Oh, yeah, We'll that later.
1: You're <laughs> like, and I, I, find, I find it hard to believe if your heart's ever really been broken.
4: Oh, it has. Mm. Yes, it has. Mm. But, uh, so, yeah. And honestly, like, I really feel like Samantha just sees a lot of herself in Maddie. And, like I said, like, everybody tries on. Like, well, no, I'm not going to say that. But, you know, she has a big-ass closet. And I'm just glad she wasn't tripping. So she was probably just like replaying the footage. I'm about to say, were you like, about
1: to tell on yourself, Jamel, that you be like no, in people's No, I'm not
4: going to tell on myself. Absolutely not. But I will say that I used to babysit. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we. I, I'm not saying a word though. But Right, I right I on. Babysit. Mm-hmm. Uh, lovely kids. I'm picking up what so, you're putting
1: down. I'm not putting down nothing. Uh, you're right. I didn't see anything.
4: But yeah, I, I just can kind of envision her watching like the camera footage, like, <laughs> Oh, she really likes that dress, huh? Well, all right. Girl, we rich. You can have another one. You can have this one. Thank I can God, buy this God nanny cams one.
1: are a new thing, because I remember that I was dating a young young lady that used to nanny, and I did some unspeakable things while that child was watching Star Wars. Let's just say that. Edit that out. I got my dick sucked from the back oh, while that my kid God. was watching Star Wars, oh, qu- quoting um, Baby Yoda. that. Yo-
0: I, was I am not. Like, oh my God! That was, said I'm not God. gonna tell my story. We're not
4: saying, we're we're moving on. <laughs> I I love that little
1: girl. We used to go watch her do karate and everything. Please don't call
4: her a little girl.
1: She was a little. He girl. He was something the child.
4: Oh, you talking? Oh no,
1: me. not my girl. Like the girl that oh. she was babysitting. I love oh. the little girl that she was baby. But nigga, when she you was right, watching Star you know. Wars. It was my time to get my lightsaber dealt with.
0: I, I okay, <laughs> okay, okay, feel me. Okay.
3: Okay.
4: I
0: okay. okay. Right. Anyway. My bad.
4: We're uh, I was back gonna, showing feet on OnlyFans. Right. That's that on that.
1: And I, I, I want, I want to say, I want to fuck the dog shit out of cat. Yeah, <laughs> oh, ho. I ain't gonna hold y'all. I do.
4: I mean, listen, the girl looks good. Right. Okay? The girl
0: looks good. So it was I a weird it. edit. It was a weird edit of the placement of that. But I would go
4: Sam Levison probably cut all of her scenes. So they probably he was just like, OK, well, I got to show her a little
0: bit. <laughs> well, I, I read an interesting take of um of of how that scene was placed. It was just not like anything from the show, but it came during the um scene where um Cassie was was um was uh, talking to Nate. Uh, uh, in a sexual manner about what he can do to her which we'll get into a little bit deeper in a minute but i believe that it was someone said that they felt that placing cat cat's um gyration in that scene on OnlyFans showing feet was more so like how cat talks to her clients
1: but but
0: it was using cassie's voice but it was using cat's imagery huh i gotta i gotta go back and look at that
4: yeah, I got to look at that too. Right.
1: I'm I'm watching Very it with no ball right now, so I have
4: See my... listeners, you be getting some
1: That's you what we're here for. Some...
4: Yeah, we got some hot takes, man. Mm-hmm. Uh another part about Jules, she destroys the disk, burns it and, you
0: know, ripped Was it. that overkill? Like nigga, you could have
1: just snapped it. No, yeah. you can't.
0: No, actually, no, you can't. You what? she she burned she burned, the, she burned the the disc first because it destroys the data and then she snapped and then she um I um, feel
2: like you can
4: stop it just burning it though.
0: I mean you can always put it back together and recover it and re, and recover it, you know. That's so she's right. so who she, is she, doing that for Jewel's sex tape?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like that is a lot of work for something that
0: is mediocre at best. <laughs> yeah. But um, oh, saying I just found it. I just found it interesting. She didn't really. She didn't have any lines this this episode.
4: Good. So anyway, uh, <laughs> let's move on to Nate and Cassie. She had not uh ruined the bathroom, <laughs> and then started to this hoe cries so much. I'm sorry. Anyway, oh, <laughs> so we get what happened to the the aftermath after Rue left uh the Howard house. Uh, you know, Cassie ran upstairs and locked herself in the bathroom, and Maddie was just like open the damn door and she just breaks down.
3: Open the fucking door, Cassie. Open the door and tell me it was worth it. You owe me that. Open the fucking door, Cassie.
2: What kind of fucking
3: friends are you? What the fuck? This isn't
6: about Nate. This is about you and me and our friendship. And if you want to throw it away, then fine. Cause I don't want to be fucking friends with you.
2: I'm
7: sick of it. I'm sick of it. He put me through hell and now he's with my fucking best
3: friend? Like, what the fuck? When is it gonna end?
7: It's fucked up. Open the fucking door, Cassie. Open the fucking door.
3: You're a fucking coward. You're a fucking coward, and I would have never done this to you. I would have never done this to you.
4: And she's just like, listen, Nate put me through hell, and then fucked my best friend. When is it going to end? And Kat's just like, girl, I know, I know. She's trash, and everything's trash. Let's just go, because... You know, and it's so sad because she calls her a coward. And you see Cassie on the other side of the door; she's crying a little bit, but she's trying to steal herself. Mm -hmm. She's trying to steal herself because, I mean, it's all out in the open now. So she's just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna get my man because Mm -hmm. he loves me."
0: And, And this is, and like you said, Jamila, this is like really, really sad because this is furthering, and I don't, and I'm not. I don't know if it was an intentional thing on Nate's part to do this, but this is furthering the abuse of Maddie, because like Maddie said, like he put me through hell and he's with my best friend, which is really shitty for which further proves how shitty Cassie is for Mm -hmm. getting involved with uh, with Nathan and latching on so hard for him because it is ultimately her it's, it's furthering the abuse. That he's put that he's put her through, and Absolutely. and and Cassie is also now complicit in this, having known and being fully aware of said abuse um, that he's done, and she is basically in on this, you know.
4: Absolutely.
1: And I'm just, I am yeah. the first person to be super shallow. I can't even defend her no more. She is she is on trash to me. I'm glad with me.
0: Mm-hmm. I can't I'm glad to am you on the string. Cassie, welcome I can't do
1: it. Them titties are phenomenal, but
0: you <laughs> are trash. Like her mom said, but welcome to the party, David. Right. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, he calls her a coward and was just like, I never would have done this to you. And I believe that. I believe, yeah. I, you sure, know, Maddie, sure. Maddie's a bad bitch, and I don't say that lightly, but she kind of mm-hmm. is. That's kind of how she uh, portrays herself. What anyway. did Lexi
1: say? She exudes confidence or whatever yep, and it is? She's, like,
4: and Ruth said she is fiercely loyal. Mm-hmm. So this this is the ultimate betrayal. And yo, every yeah. time
1: I, she comes on screen, I think about what Joanne like she said. She was like thirty last week or week before last.
4: She's thirty one. So thirty one. That shit blows my mind. Yeah, that girl ages well. Right. Shout out to uh, Alexa Demi, man, cause she looks great. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we get a shot of Cassie and Nate. They're walking. Down the school hallways, holding hands with uh, Cassie ain't got no bra on. Titties were was... tittying.
2: <laughs> Do I need to give y'all thirty
4: seconds? I'm Not just saying that. I'm out. Okay. but they were. Titty-ing. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> she looks. Uh, she has that necklace on.
0: Mm-hmm. Piece of shit.
4: And she looks just like Maddie or Jules.
0: Uh, I will say a combination both. of both mm-hmm. because Nathan. Nathaniel has his girl looking like a motherfucking clown.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
0: almost literally like a motherfucking clown because she wasn't she wasn't looking like that last year. No. She wasn't looking at all like that last year. He is, in which we will see what he's doing to her when we get to his part. But it, it just it's it's sick. Is what it is. It's really sick how he's doing her and what she is allowing him to do to her, and she's not even seeing it. No, she, she is seeing well, it. I no, think because she, she talks hated. about it.
4: Yeah, okay. she sees it. And Nate even asked her, like, aren't you worried, you know, about people looking down on you? And Cassie's like, I don't care because I am loved. And when she's walking down the hall, Maddie and Kat are just like, okay, so she looks apart.
2: Right. But she looks
4: fucking ridiculous. And they, I'm glad that they're laughing about it. Mm. I'm kinda, I'm glad that they're laughing about it, but... Then we get a sex scene between Nate and Cassie and I just want to throw up and then you get a little bit of Maddie thrown in there. Mm-hmm. But um Andrew's Yeah, we see well, not yet. Oh my bad. Not yet. But Nate gives Cassie the necklace, um, and then starts dressing her up like a Barbie doll. Right, all these damn clothes. Cassie it, says, "Oh, you could never scare me," and but she obviously didn't watch last week's episode, so there's that.
0: Right, That's she's a bit terrifying. He is. He's dressing her up as we saw, and because I, I I clocked some of these things, some of it. He dressed her up in the outfit like cast like i'm sorry like um maddie mm-hmm. but if you notice when he was putting the blue outfit on her with the with the um with the bows and everything he was dressing her up a little bit like Jules mm-hmm. because that was a similar outfit when he first saw Jules with the blue bows and the and the um blue stockings and everything mm-hmm. was when the first time that he saw her when he ran her off the road in his pickup truck
2: mm-hmm mm-hmm
4: yeah, they do a lot of callbacks in this, and it's it, it's I kind of like it because it's not it's it's like an Easter egg, but it's not because it's kind of easy to pick up. So I kind of appreciate that. But uh, then here go Cassie with like if you didn't know that she had that she had daddy issues before, you do now.
3: I'd love for you to fuck me whenever and however you want. You can control what I wear, what I eat, who I talk to. I want
5: every guy you know to wanna... To- people
4: are gonna look down on you at least I loved. because she's mm. just saying oh are you am I everything you ever wished for Nate does not answer that by the way mm. um, she says, you can control what I wear, what I eat, how you fuck me, who I talk to and I won't ever complain because I know that you know what's best. And I just want to throw up
0: mm, everywhere. And, and like you said, he asked her, Is don't you think that people's going to look, don't, aren't you aware people are going to look down on you? And she's mm-hmm. like, As long as I'm loved, while he's looking down on her. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
4: How
2: because
4: is this attractive? I, it, child. That's what he thinks he's supposed to want because he doesn't want to admit that he's on the spectrum. I'm not going to go so far as to say he's gay, but he's Project. on the spectrum.
0: I don't think he's no. I, you, know, he's I agree with you I don't think he's I don't think he's gay. I don't think he's bi. I don't think he's gay. I don't think he's bi. We only seen him have sex Maybe with he's women. Maybe just queer. He 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 is. Um, I I really hesitate to even call him confused. I don't think he's just messed up. You know. Yeah, as far yeah. as what he as far as what he well you what do he remember really he has wants.
4: dicks on his phone.
0: So right. I think okay was it dicks or dick because i thought fa- no, it was thought plural it was like multiple
4: maddie was just like it's so many dicks on your phone
0: right okay I black thought he was, ones I white thought
1: ones, that, spanish ones asian okay so I, one. okay
0: that's a good point because i didn't know it was like black ones i thought it was one um, yeah. him just i thought it was when he was catfishing jewels and it was just no. he was trying to find a dick to send her
4: no because even maddie was just like listen it's okay if you're on the spectrum i don't care mm. like she said it she was just like man a lot of people are on the spectrum. It's cool, and right. that's what you know. He what he's saying,
1: "Hey, old virgin, dude, it's okay if you like to fuck guys. I got friends that fuck guys in jail." Yeah, that <laughs> was a little bit rude, though. But and, that was hilarious. That's one of my favorite parts. Dude, this oh, you get, Have you ever touched a breast before,
2: man?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Feels like a bag of sand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like Ugh. they did legitimately like making her like a Stepford girlfriend. Like he's dressing Yo, her I said that I said that in a, earlier. In like the mo, in like a typical um trophy wife. Way. Yeah. Trophy way. Uh, not even I bet trophy's not the right word, but just in a way that is generally considered attractive. Mm. You know? And it's it's just gross. Like she he's playing dress up with her. That's his blow up doll. Oh, yeah, blow up doll. There it is.
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was really creepy. The,
4: yeah, she's walking down the she's walking down the hall with confidence because she got her man and I'm, it's gross.
1: Uh,
4: I, maybe it's yeah. just
2: the
1: women that I'm attracted to because you know we're attracted to women, I guess like our mothers. and you know, I got that strong black mother like that will tell you everything. Well, how do you and like white look, girls? Look, look hey, first off, I like white girls with an attitude uh uh-huh. well okay. oh, yeah okay trust
0: me i actually kind of find it a little bit more a little bit worse
1: like I, I do get i tend to like white girls that are like sharp maybe at the mouth
0: <laughs> maybe you should i know you pretty well but if i find out you into some fucking race play shit, i'm gonna kick your way i don't come he into a higher Yes.
2: He is, I know, he is.
4: He is. Just in the bed. No, come on. I am not joking. He is. Come it's he's ever. allowed it. He's allowed it. He's given consent.
0: I'll I'll I'm gonna- Ohio. Kick your ass, nigga. <laughs> yeah, visit, you, let not, it yeah,
4: you might need to go into therapy for that one, Devin. We all. Hey, look, we there
0: are no perfect people. We all fall short. I'm going to uh, move on. I'm not gonna I don't be even know if that's going to be show. in the podcast or not. I don't but... even know because <laughs> I'm mad. I got too, <laughs> many, I got too
1: many people listening to be more more authentic than I want to don't be right it. now. All right, leave it so in. So anyways,
4: on to Nate's dream. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep talking so it's impossible for Ed to <laughs> want to edit this out.
0: I don't. So anyway. I didn't say anything crazy, All so you can leave it out to I,
4: I mean, I could say it. <laughs> no, no, don't say it. I couldn't
2: just
4: it. But I think the listeners are picking up what I'm saying. What you putting, putting down? And speaking
1: of, Jules is looking at Rue crazy in the bathroom, guys, right? Well,
0: yeah, She's no. just looking gonna, because it's, we gonna it's awkward. It. we going to get to uh, it. it. <laughs> I'm just trying fuck to change something. Anyways. Right. Hey. 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 Nigga, fuck you. Nigga, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Because you're on some motherfucking bullshit right now. Uh, okay. Ooh, you made your mad. <laughs> Listeners, so this might be the last clip. Sorry about me fucking out sidetrack. What the fucking bullshit. <laughs> Woo! Sports
3: guys. It's the reckoning. I still I
0: still, love, I still love you, nigga, but fuck, but nigga. Oh my God. <laughs> did I just pull a roux? you did. like, hey Devin. Hey, hey look over there. I didn't ran off.
4: Did you tell Juwan you that you okay, alright. Anyway. <laughs> God damn Jim. How long you been letting <laughs>
0: I still the love TV you, TV. but goddamn, nigga. We're gonna, we gonna have a talk.
4: Nah, <laughs> I'm sending you to TalkSpace, nigga. Speaking of TalkSpace, sponsor us. Yo, hey, sponsor us. Right. I bet y'all thought this was an ad. No, it's not, but it could be. Right. Hey, TalkSpace, holla at us. Jamela's so on
1: them segues. Go ahead.
4: Listen, okay? Uh, Two bills away from showing feet. It's tax. Right, right. Oh. <laughs> um, uh Nate's dream Nate has a dream he's looking at a mirror but you know his back is to the mirror it's, you know that that effect
2: beautiful shot and
4: he, yeah he turns around he has like a champagne glass and uh Maddie is in front of him undressing then the person walks tw- towards him and gives him a hug it turns out to be Jules we know it's Jules because it's like an outfit, like that jump, that purple jumper, and her hair was pink a little bit. Right. And it, it's obviously Jules. Uh, um, and then we see Cassie thrown in there. He's ripping all of these like, uh, like uh, these provocative-looking clothes off of her, and you know, pushing her down and getting pretty rough with her. And then Cal comes in, mm-hmm. and Cal gets. Uh how do I say this? He comes just what up I said. and kind of co- Yeah shit. He comes up and he comes on top of uh Nate. Well, I don't want to say that, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <But> <laughs> and we find out, you know, Nate Nate's having a nightmare, obviously. And Cassie's right there to comfort him.
0: Right. So I'm gonna ask, do you do you think do you think um that that nightmare as far as the cow portion of that nightmare. And I think only half that part was a nightmare. I think the other part was real, but do you think I was that, about to ask that, but do you think that particular portion, as far as like how coming in and um getting on top of Nate was just a, a, a nightmare, or do you think that that was indicative of anything that may have happened to Nate Nathan, Nathaniel?
4: I don't think he was molested. Okay, good. I don't, I think he was kind of, almost dreaming about the sex tape with Jules because okay. that's probably what he saw his dad do to Jules
2: and, and so that's probably
4: exactly that's my point um or people I should say oh, yeah. and yeah he was probably just yeah just seeing that that seeped into his dream and because you see how Nate is actually starting off being as forceful as his dad was, mm. and then it just kind of switches. So I think it's just like a dream sequence or a bit. I I, I really hope it's no.
1: Do y'all like, think it could stage. be like a reverse? I don't know if there's a term for this, but like a reverse Oedipus thing where like
0: he might be in love with
1: his daddy type shit. oh
0: uh, huh. I can see a little huh. bit. Of that. I can see a little bit of that. So um. Uh, Devin, you agree with um, what Jamil said that you think was just more it was just a nightmare and not actually I thought the practice.
1: Jules part was real because I was like Jules, you ain't shit. But <laughs> I don't know.
4: <laughs> I mean you can't put the pasta right <laughs> no, you cannot. even when you noticed, like last week when he was just like everything you know I said to you was true. She was just like, Oh my god, me too. like girl.
5: Right.
4: Rue just called your ass out.
0: <laughs> well, I I got um <laughs> Just to address like something that's been going on online, because I think a lot of the theory theories was that Cal may have um touched or molested Nathan in a way. And and, and then a lot of people felt a little bit vindicated in believing that because of what because what Sam Levison chose to show and putting this this nightmare in. But I don't think I personally do not think the nightmare um, that Nate had was based in any kind of reality. And I because I agree with you, Jamel. I think I don't think the cow ever touched him in any kind of way. It's because they've already established that Cal is either gay or he's either or he's just on the queer spectrum. A few Mm -hmm. episodes, a few episodes previously. So to do that. And then basically in this particular in this episode say that he's a molester or some type will feed into a dangerous uh, dangerous stereotypical notion that bigots have by mm-hmm. saying that queer that people that are in the LGBTQIA uh, spectrum they right that they are um, child privileged <laughs> because they're queer. And mm-hmm. I think that Sam Levison, Zendaya, everyone is involved in this show have more sense than to kind of to feed into that into that bigoted stereotype. So I think it was just a nightmare.
1: Also, mm-hmm. like with Cal, like he's actively throughout the show questioned if he totally fucked up Nate. And if he had molested him, I don't think that would be a question. I think he would know yeah. that he fucked him up.
4: Because right. he's pretty self-aware of what he did to his son.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And what I meant by I only thought that that particular portion of that was a was a dream is because, as you as you said, Jamel, that um when we see um, him dressing up Cassie and it's Cassie is that's being held down and ripping the um the uh, pink stockings off of her off of her butt to, in order to have sex with her. And she said in the previous scene in the previous section of that. You can fuck me however you want. So I and think she that he looked w- a
4: little nervous right. when he laid her down like that, though. When he right. pushed
0: her down. Exactly. So he was basically reenacting his dad having sex with Jules from that first episode, and we also seen that's exactly how he had sex with Maddie in season mm-hmm. one. So mm-hmm. Nate is just fucked up, you know. Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. And the thing he did, yeah, he couldn't last with Maddie because Maddie would speak up.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm.
4: And he'd get so frustrated that he would get violent. Mm. So, yeah. Anyway, are y'all ready to get into the play?
0: Let's
5: go. Let's do it.
4: Let's do it. All right. We started with an overture uh, and a music to a painting of flowers, which turned out to be, um, they pan out and it's like flowers for a funeral. And we, uh, this is act one, I guess we'll say. Um we start off with Ruth's dad's funeral. Everybody's there. Lexi's there. Cass there. Uh, uh, Cassie's there. Everybody's there. Everybody's there. And um, she, uh, did y'all notice that Leslie was talking about her worries about life insurance? Mm-hmm. And stuff like that well
0: the- i think it was the uh it was the woman that she was talking to was asking about if they had yeah
4: she was being a little nosy and yeah sue's pick up was like oh is she being nosy i'm just like yeah child. she's asking a whole bunch of questions so i like that they're friends
2: mm-hmm.
4: well i mean yeah obviously because their kids are friends so yeah they would have to have some sort of relationship mm-hmm. lexi's looking for rue and it's immediate it's immediate that the cast is different because we have a different cat, we have a different uh, Maddie, we have a different Cassie. Lex is the only person that stays constant because she plays herself in the play. Right. Um, and they're starting to they're just like, oh, I don't know. Is she okay? She hasn't come out of her room. And Lex is just like, yeah, can y'all stop gossiping right in front of her house?
2: Right.
1: That's rude. Did y'all notice that the chick that they had playing Cassie looked older than the regular Cassie? <laughs> <All> right. <laughs>
4: I think it might have been that hair, that curly hair. Oh, okay, I'm like... Yeah. But I I fully take your point. Right. So uh, Lexi goes into the room, and she catches Rue snorting some of her dad's pills.
1: Rue? Hey.
2: Hey.
3: These are my dad's.
6: How are you feeling? <laughs> yeah. I found this poem and I thought of you. C.S. Lewis, I can't. No, it's not, I promise. Every hospice nurse says that grief is a long valley. Yeah, but that's not the full
3: quote. Oh well, it's enough for me.
6: Well, the second part's kind of sweet. What is it? Uh, a winding valley where every bend
4: may reveal a new landscape. It's not that bad. Uh, Lexi reads Rue a poem, and Rue is really not trying to hear her. Rue is me, because I really don't like poetry either. But she listens anyway. Um, uh, one of the portions of the, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but the main part that Lexi was just like, I think you'll like the the way that it ends. A winding valley where every bend may reveal a new landscape. And Rue was just like, not that bad, not that bad. Yeah, because the general see... director
1: had said something, right? Yeah. They had told her yeah. part of it and not the whole thing or something like that? Mm-hmm.
4: Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Like, yeah, and he uh, she has a book on it and stuff like that. So uh, Lexi blows away the rest of the pill dust and takes the pills and she leaves. And she leaves. And um, my only question, and I'm going to ask this early, how did Lexi get the budget for this damn play?
1: You know what? It? There's a lot of questions
0: about this. She
3: play. took did high school play.
0: High <laughs> school. Where are the teachers? They, this school has it? no teachers. They There's, have no teacher. Well, you know the vice principal, the, who approved the, the vice principal, who we only saw the back of his head, approved it. Last, approved mm-hmm. it in um. Episode he didn't two. go to no rehearsals. Right. Like yeah. for real.
4: Where's we the only, drama teacher?
0: The only saw the vice Lexi. principal. Lexi. Yeah, I believe. Uh, I believe she took the Oklahoma budget because Oklahoma oh, is a very intricate place. So I oh, believe she just took it. Yeah. Budget. You read yeah. that? You read that, Juwan? No, I just this is just something I made up in my head. I believe she just took Oklahoma. Um, They yeah, but the teachers, the the administrators are a little bit less involved. But this is just one of those TV things, you know, that they put on TV. TV. It's like it's like um we only see Sue's drink and watch television, but she's but they can pay for the house. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't know what Lex, we don't know what Rue's mom does for a job. Only person that has a job on the show is is Cal. So it's just one of those things.
2: That's true.
4: Anyway, so obviously we're into the play now. Uh, Rue, uh, her character in the play is named Jade. Lexi is Grace. Cassie is Hallie. Maddie is Marta. Cat is Luna. And did you notice? Uh, they said they introduced Luna as Marta's best friend. Mhm. They said Cassie's best friend Maddie, and Maddie's best friend Luna. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Oh, also, mm. uh, Nate is Jake. Yep. So, there's that. I'm just putting that in there. I'm going to refer to these people as the car- as the names that we know them, just so there's no confusion. Because mm. all of this stuff happened in real life, and it's also happening in the play. So I'm not really going to be calling her Marta and Grace. and.
0: Yeah, it's so. all intertwined. Did you notice
1: that in, sometimes in the play they said Lexi Howard?
4: Look well was, yeah, because it's intertwined with reality.
1: Like when they were doing, when they do the spin thing when they're doing uh when she's walking around in puberty, the Ethan's character says, I wish I would have fucked Lexi Howard in high school.
0: Oh, oh that my is god. Right. You're right. That is yeah. right. Good catch good pick up, good pickup. Although that was a mistake <laughs> of that was intentional. hmm
4: Been intentional. Because it's you know, well, hell,
0: that was really I mean, good.
4: That
1: shit really, really heavy. Mm-hmm. It's all based off stories. So stores. you know,
4: we started. It's called Our Life, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, they pause for for applause, and we get scattered applause. You know, Lexi's mom is full mom mode.
1: She is in up. there,
4: right? And that's when uh, <laughs> that's when Matt is just like, wait, is this fucking play about us?
2: <laughs> the
4: cat, which is funny. So one of the first, one of the other scenes that we get, we get a pre-puberty Lexi. And she's trying to live out her fantasy of being hot and being wanted by everybody in high school, which is the scene where um, Devin just said, you know, they had like a little aside where Ethan, first of all, Ethan's plays like everybody in this play. Just so y'all know. But um, he's like, oh, man, I wish I would have fucked Lexi Howard. Mm-hmm. And you just see like these two like King of the Hill type niggas
2: mm-hmm. like just
4: talking about Lexi Howard and stuff
1: like that. Is this so, when she asked uh, Cassie about, she rather have the body or?
4: So, yeah, that's what I'm getting to right now because okay. when she hits puberty... Uh Cassie's just like, well, I mean, it's not that big of a deal because not everybody likes big titties. It's cool. And Lexi's just like, well, I mean, they might grow some more. No, no, you done. That's it. <laughs> you done. You're just going to be a small titties girl forever. Itty-bitty titty committee. And you should be proud of that because not everybody likes big, voluptuous, huge, juicy titties like mine. Yeah, <laughs> oh,
1: ho! I, mean,
4: Christ, Cassie. I don't
1: know. I don't know anybody that does, but I guess there are people that don't like nice titties. But as I know that's like a thing. And it's in not TV. about
4: nice titties, it's about big titties.
1: I mean, I said what I said, Jamel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But like, I mean um, as, as like the stereotype percent. of Juan, I'm gonna let you edit that out. But uh <laughs> like that stereotype as like a woman like growing up, Jamel. You can speak to this because we can't. But like, is that is that true that women fret? Or g- young girls fret about like their bodies that that early in life, or like I'm, um, right on. I didn't Absolutely. know if that was just like a TV and thing. Yeah, I,
4: yeah, everybody like, especially when you're around 12 or 13, that's generally mm. when puberty starts. That's when you. So start I'm to gonna have ask to
1: you: Would you rather be Lexi or not as and as people, but like
4: I don't know to if be, I like, should a even body? answer this because this is really getting. Into if up. I have big titties or not? And I'm not asking.
1: No, no, I'm not asking you. I'm not asking you what you have. I'm saying at that point, would you rather be the body or the mind?
4: That early in puberty, body. Oh,
2: okay.
4: That early in it's puberty. None of our business yeah, what you I have. Want, yeah. Yes, it is none of your business. But yeah, like, <laughs> edit this out. Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> We see. Uh, we also get a couple of shots of Lexi like looking at the seat that she reserved for Fez too. She's just like, "Where is he? He' about to miss the good part." And um, yeah. Then we also find out that she's in love. She fell in love with Fez, and mm-hmm. I think he fell in love with her back too because this nigga trying on a whole. He went to this nigga went to men's warehouse.
1: Right. Hey, mm-hmm.
4: okay. bless his heart. Anyway. Um, we get another flashback to young Cassie and young Lexi they're like I don't know like 11 or so Um, and their dad is visibly high
0: this nigga is not uh, on falling, the park bench right,
4: not, yeah, right, right and Lexi's just like I think we should call mom because this nigga's high and Cassie's just like man we don't want to do that we can't be rude so let's just almost let ourselves get killed
1: <laughs> right, we don't want him that to think we don't. He don't trust us.
4: Like, nigga,
1: you should it.
4: Yes, you definitely shouldn't. Your dad has as an addiction, and he's mm. trying to drive two young girls home.
2: Right, no, he is rude. One point
4: okay. <laughs>
2: Child, get out of here, and, cracky.
4: You know, she, and Lexi's sad. She starts crying in the back seat because she thinks she might die. And she spills her ice cream, and it's sad. And Cassie's just turning around like, girl, can you please get it together? Yes, Daddy, we can go we can go out for burgers later. Like she gripped the she hell out of
1: that cone. Also, uh, side note, uh, who eats ice cream out of a cone? They are serial
4: killers.
0: And now since I was a child. Devin,
4: I will tell you something right now. I agree with you.
0: hmm
4: mm-hmm. I am cup only.
0: Thank you. But waffle cone on the side. No. 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 no thank <laughs> thank
4: you. Absolutely no. not. I hate waffle cones. Thank you, especially if they are accompanied with ice cream. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Give me a cup and that little pink spoon. Talk, talk your shit, right? That's it. Or That's a bigger right spoon there. if I got
1: a bigger cup, you know, if I'm feeling frisky.
4: You know, whatever, whatever. <laughs>
1: right. Sometimes I, a little you know, spoon ain't enough. I generally
4: prefer the little spoon.
1: You remember but, the throwback you know, hey, in, yeah, no, in the day? Everybody's different. Yeah, your size is. Of course, I do. Baskin Robbins. Come on, what you talking about? No, but back in the day. Like when they had like those little individual cups and you had the wooden joint.
4: With the, like the wooden spoon, yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh. Oh. day. Oh. oh memories. Also, you know what made me feel old today? Side note: My little brother told me he has not seen the original X Men movies.
4: Oh no. That's your
1: fault. I I I failed him as a brother. We will Damn we will correct man. that this week. I'm just saying.
4: Yeah. Sounds like your brother has homework. I felt
1: old as fuck when he said that.
4: Oh, moving on.
1: Sorry, go ahead. We
4: have a... No, 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 it's fine. We have another scene of Lexi catching Rue buying weed from Fez. Mm. So she's known Fez for a while, but, you know, and it's obviously that they, they knew each other, but they didn't, you know, know, know each other. Mm-hmm. And we get a scene of Lexi and Rube being best friends, like, on top of the convenience store.
6: I think before high school, we should think about all the things we don't like about ourselves and then change them. So it can be like like different, cooler people. I don't think we need to be cooler. Oh, we should at least try and know it's cool. Yeah, but that shit like, changes all the time. That's what makes it hard to follow.
3: Yeah, but I think it's a good thing. But
6: what if we get excluded from things?
3: It's also a good thing. Really? Yeah. My dad says he refuses to be a part of any club that would have him as a member. That's cool. Yeah, don't tell anyone. They'll fucking ruin it.
6: (laughs) Jade was the first person who made me feel okay about not being cool. We talked and laughed for hours that night. I miss those days. It was before my dad left and Jade's dad died. Before Jade got into heavy drugs and before I got inside my head. It was before we grew apart and before I started doubting myself every time someone would ask me if Jade was my best friend. Let this darkness be a bell tower
4: and you the bell. And Ruth's really just getting charmed by the play. You know, she's just like, oh, man, this is cool. Because uh, Lexi's just like, man, you know, when we're getting into high school, we should do everything we can to be cool. And Ruth's just like, nigga, who gives a fuck about being cool? Let's just be us. Mm. And Lexi was just like, you know what? You're right. And that gave her the confidence to just be her. And it doesn't really matter if she's cool. But she ended up being cool anyway because her sister's Cassie. And, her, and Cassie's best friend is Maddie. And Matt and his best friend is Kat, so they were the the cool kids in anyway. So it didn't really mm. matter. Does that make sense? Like it's just yeah, funny because yeah. like I understand that she's like kind of the odd one out, but those are her core group of friends. Mm. So I she's love just this. Like, yeah, I'm not really a loser, but I kinda I'm not I'm I'm kind of a loser, but I'm not.
0: Well, also because they're the young they're the younger ones.
1: Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah.
0: yeah. But it they really, like, highlighted
1: their friendship, though. And, like, to me, it was, like, uh, I don't know if this was later in the play. I got to look at your notes. But when she said that, like, the pills could comfort Rue more than she could, like, I I yeah, felt like that was that her, her talking to her, like, I want to be there for you and help you. It just A lot of these scenes, like, with them reminiscing back, it, I felt, Rue felt it, too, that
2: Absolutely. Lexi really does
1: care about her.
2: Oh, right. yeah. oh yeah, oh
4: yeah. Well, you you can kind of see all the girls looking like,
1: oh. Yeah, we are gonna get to the Ca- the Cassie and Maddie shit at the end because mm-hmm. that was
4: mm-hmm.
1: that was deep.
5: Now,
0: mm-hmm. one thing I really know, I thought, because I had been saying that Lexi was gonna get her ass beat, which the play is not over yet, but still, um, mm-hmm. uh, but. I felt like Rue should have been or maybe would have been the most mad regarding that play because it basically puts her grief and her um, and her drug use out there for the whole community. But like we said before, Rue is at this point still sober. So that self-reflection, you know, probably hit.
1: Also, they all know she overdosed. The whole school mm-hmm. though like didn't you die last year yeah
0: i think the school knows yeah. she's overdosed but still like do you really want this to, do you really want like your dad's death and the uh, uh and the whole hoodie thing out there as a representation I think it's more, to the community
4: i think it's just i think it almost humanizes her more right you know yeah, that
0: makes sense that makes sense
1: and yeah, show where so her like, pain began this, like, and what started her down Exactly.
4: That like, she is grieving, and that's and her grief turned her to drugs. So I, I didn't even, like, so when Rue was just like, damn, man. And she was kind of smiling a bit. I, I was like, oh, that doesn't make sense. So, okay. Yeah. Cool. Then we get on to Cat, uh, Maddie, and Cassie uh, taking nothing but selfies. And Lexi's just like, so this is a lot of tech, and Skynet should be around the corner. <laughs> and, and they're not worried about it that's just a little aside um then we get more happy time to- we get more happy times we get happy times at the Howard household um Mr. and Mrs. Howard they're dancing together Lexi and Cassie are all dancing with their parents then we kind of see that you know it's Paul's par- also part of the play Ethan's playing the dad mm. And, you know, Cassie's starting to even get endeared by this because she's just looking like, oh, this was fun. Su-
1: Susie was oh. emotional.
4: Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Susie was emotional. Yeah. They start both starting to kind of cry. And then Lexi's just like, it's just so interesting how, you know, we grew up in the same household and we became so different.
1: Yeah, didn't you say that they wanted the same things but ended up so
2: different?
0: Yeah, they had the same dreams or something something like that. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Then uh, we also hear about, you know, Lexi's uh, first interaction with weed. Obviously, it was with Rue. Rue gave her a shotgun. Shotgun, shotgun. Yeah. (laughs) And Lexi just starts coughing because that's the first time she's ever done anything like that. (laughs) If
1: um, uh, y'all don't want to tell she, them she, y'all yourselves, have y'all ever been shotguns?
2: So then mm. Fez <laughs> and Fez <she got laughs>
4: around and a high Lexi, because Lexi is a bit, you know, she's just uh, kind of, uh, she, she's kinda, she's kind of, having a high nap. And uh, they start, like, oh you know, taking a pin, they just draw, like, a beard on her and stuff like that. Mm. They're just like, yo, why does she look like Bob Ross? Uh, Call back, back, to her, all right. That, all back Right. all that right, yeah. And you know they will wake her up. They're just they're just messing with her. They're just being silly, uh, which is also making me think. I don't know. Maybe Fez just smokes too much weed because, like, you know her. Why are you? You know.
2: Well, I
0: think he's always known her, but I don't think I think this was just when they were a little bit younger and just playing around. Yeah,
4: because they could definitely look younger, and Rue looks like she hasn't hit the pills yet. She's just more on like lightly. The
0: weed. Yeah, right. she's just she's dipping her toe in. Right. I just want to shout out Zendaya real quick because it's amazing how like they can make Zendaya look like she's fucking eleven years old, right. And then eighteen, and then like when she does something like Malcolm Marie, like that's a grown ass woman, <laughs> you know?
4: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And Lexi just kind of came to the realization that she is a paranoid high person, <laughs> and Rue is not.
1: She's like, I don't like this.
4: And she was like, What? I was like, nah, I like because you know, Rue does it to, you know, keep away the bad thoughts. And I only get bad thoughts. So I'ma just not I'm I'm I'ma stay away. You got it though. (laughs) You got it. And just as an aside, Rue and Jules keep looking at each other. Eventually, I'm guessing this is intermission because they go to the bathroom or the restroom, I should say. And they're both washing their hands for like fifteen hours. (laughs) And Jules still looks like she finna cry. And Rue's just like, oh, I am... Mm-mm, nope. And all she does when she walks away, sup, and then just walks away, and then Jules look like she finna cry.
0: Mm-hmm. And sidebar, they did show Elliot <laughs> at least, like, three times. Right, the yeah, they did.
4: The finesse king. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he was in Why the back. Why was we
4: even there? This Honestly, can we talk about the audience?
0: It was crowded. Yeah. It was a was full it, like, house. Opening night? Yeah,
4: like... Was, I don't know. Maybe like, um, like Cassie and all of them use their like, uh, I should say, I don't know, their popularity to be like, hey, go to my sister's play type thing. I don't know. Maybe so, but I'm
0: also gonna give Bobby the credit uh, credit as well. Yeah, Yeah.
4: Bobby had assistant director slash stage manager because she was on it.
5: Right. right. I I really hope
4: they bring her. I I really hope they bring her into more uh, episodes next season because we don't have a lot of black characters on this damn show.
0: Mm. Also I'm another gonna... sidebar, that nigga was kind of fucking up those lights, those light cues a little bit. He was like right. he, was. he was he was like a half second He was
4: like I had it in my notes like Lexi, you need to calm down, but then I kept looking at the light cues. And I'm just like
0: Yeah he was okay. like a little half second out,
1: Yeah, he, She made fake Lexi or fake Cassie cry in the back. He's like bitch that's just a directorial note. Move on. Right, like,
4: girl, <laughs> you don't need to be method right now. Right. Just be a little bit more funny. Just right. be a little bit funnier. Jeez. That was funny. But it's also kind of like how Cassie is, though.
0: Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. So she kind of went method. Anyway, uh, continuing on with the play, we're getting the ninth grade. Cassie and Maddie are inseparable, and they are bad bitch cheerleaders and do the raunchiest cheerleader uh routine to oops oh my and we really just see well obviously that's a superficial and shit like that but we see how close they became because Maddie um early on she would stay with them a lot when her parents would argue too much Mm
2: -hmm. basically living there
4: yeah she was basically living there so Lexi knows Maddie very, very well. And also in these scenes, you can kind of see that um, Maddie's just annoyed at all the, like, Maddie slash Cassie BFF moments. Mm-hmm. And Cassie's just kind of looking sad. hmm But um, uh, we also find out that Lexi was a little nervous by Maddie because she was so sure of herself. and um, And she actually was a lot more vulnerable at their house because she used to sleep in the bed with Cassie and be comforted by her. And she'd cry all night because of her parents and her parents fighting all the time. Um, and my favorite scene, I well, not my favorite, but of this part, my favorite scene, uh, Maddie does Lexi's makeup. And, you know, she does with the jewels and all the glitter and stuff like that. And Lexi's just like, I feel stupid. And, and Maddie's just like, okay, everybody does but you got to own it. That's what confidence is. She teaches her about confidence. She is a better big sister than Cassie was. Mm. I agree. Like, listen, if you, you want to wear makeup like this, do it. Don't feel stupid. Feel confident because nobody knows that she's real anyway.
2: Mm-hmm. At, which yeah.
4: is kind of strange to say, but I mean, honestly, like Maddie be dropping gems.
1: She does. She be dropping gems I completely just- turned. I was full Cassie. I'm full team Maddie.
4: I've been yeah, telling should
1: you. are be. right. I listen to a black woman that'll lead you to a Promised Land.
4: <clears throat> so Cassie goes into the bathroom and cries because she's sad, but then she becomes the joker and she starts trying to smile through her tears and practicing all of her smiles because she's a stepper she's a stepford girlfriend, and she cannot show emotion because she doesn't have to show emotion.
1: Yo, was this not like the most scary thing that you've like, I was like. This it's was terrifying. It's a serial you know, killer.
0: When Jamel it, it, said and I didn't even pick up on it, but when Jamel said Joker, uh, it mm-hmm. was like, oh, she's Joaquin Phoenix in this shit up. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like Sydney she was acting Sweeney her ass off. Going too. For
4: all, you know, Sydney Sweeney is doing work this season. Okay.
1: Like that He's shit was crazy. Work. I'm like, mm-hmm. she we literally saw her turn off her emotions. Mm-hmm. She was like, no nope, I got this nigga.
4: And you know, she also probably learned a bit, of, a little bit of that from McKay.
0: Mm. Ooh, interesting.
4: Yeah, you remember? Oh when, yeah, like, because the
0: last, like, last yeah, year when those dudes like,
4: like almost like fucking assaulted take, take him, him? Yeah. and then he goes in the bathroom and he starts to cry, and then he just stops and seals himself.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then so, dog shit, dog of to the hmm mm.
4: But yeah. Uh, anyways, like I said, Laxie was going ham with the backstage direction, but Bobby is the moment.
2: Okay? Oh, yes.
4: Bobby had that that thing like a running like a tight ship. Okay? Go girl. Ugh. Are y'all ready for the locker room scene? 1000%.
1: Let's
4: do it. 1000%. I'm just going to say this is act 3. <laughs> uh <laughs> So we're getting hyped up for the you know backstage for the scene you know we see Lexi going in checking on everybody and talking to everybody and then she talks to Ethan and Ethan's shirtless but he's wearing um football um the football pants
2: mm-hmm.
4: and he's just like are you ready and Ethan's just like oh I'm ready and they're start, you know they're hyping themselves up and stuff like that so we're just like what the hell is going to happen because you see a whole bunch of shirtless people in football pants and then the scene happens. And all these football cheerleaders, well, the football players, the teammates, they come out onto the stage. And one cheerleader, which is Maddie, comes in. And uh, Ethan, who was playing Nate, is just like, I'm sorry. I don't think I really, I really even said it. But Ethan also plays Suze. And Suze her oh, yeah, living. She lo- mm. That's supposed to be me. Right, Suze was <laughs> like, living, listen, Suze is one of the greatest parents on these da- on this damn show, okay? Right, exactly. She, she was fully the mean girl's mom. Mm-hmm. She was fully the mean girl's mom, and she was such a supportive parent. I loved it, just an aside. But yeah, because Ethan played like everybody in this damn play. Give that nigga a Tony. So, you know, he's, he's playing Nate, and he's just like, all right, babe, the guys and I are going to go work out. And Maddie's just like, y'all are so gay.
5: All right, babe. Time for me and the boys to work out.
3: You guys are so gay.
6: that's not funny
5: all right come on get out of here run along babe (laughs) man whoo all
2: right come on tiger
5: come on let's post some iron boys Hey Polly, could you rub a smidgen of oil on my back? I can't reach my pecs again, too freaking big. Anything for you, Jake. Hey Jake, your body's
4: a toxic. Can I help? She just kind of says it like that. That's yeah. all she says. She's like, oh y'all, okay. And
0: oh, <laughs> the
4: crowd busts out
0: laughing. That was hilarious. That's not funny. You gotta go. That's not funny, babe. That's not
4: funny. And then you all, you you see Nate starting to get affected. And then the locker room scene. <laughs> and <laughs> Nate's just like, hey, so, uh, hey, Brad, do you want, mind putting some lotion on my back? Because I can't reach my back because my backs are so big. <laughs> and it just starts to get gayer and gayer and more homoerotic and more homoerotic. And Nate becomes the Arthur meme with a fist. <laughs> The actual <laughs> Nate that play nigga was
1: shaking he was, shaking he
4: was so mad and then it turns into a whole ass musical uh, whole, uh <laughs> and it's, it's basically it. the caricature of a gay of like a locker room with all the teammates being super super homoerotic and super super gay to i need a hero
2: mm.
4: and ethan is leading the charge because he is the top dude. And it's just, I mean, they are doing Literally everything. The They're dude. humping yeah, Right. Talk they your are shit. each other. They're gyrating on each other. They're squirting lotion all over oh each other. Oh, my
1: God. It's a weight
4: bag with two, like, c- c- circular two things. Yeah, it looks it's like a, a dick with a <laughs> ball. And meanwhile, okay, Maddie is living. Rue is living. Suze is living. Jules is living, but we don't care about her. Um, the entire audience is in tears, and Lexi is in the back, like, oh my God, it's really happening. Bobby is like, yo, she's brilliant. This is awesome. Even I'm like, okay, girl, I have come Nick, around on you. Everybody in
1: the audience <laughs> is like, how is Nate taking this? Everybody, right, everybody's I'm looking, looking at this,
4: around. Like, 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 like nigga, you know that's you, right? That, that's <laughs> you. you. That's you. <laughs> Even Maddie and Kat were just looking back, and, like, looking back at him like, I hope you yeah. I hope, are you watching this, nigga? You watching this? Because you should be.
1: Cassie was and, like, nigga, don't kill anybody yet. Please, please don't
2: right. kill anybody.
4: Oh my god. It was so great. And Nate had that school shooter face.
2: Right, and he walks
4: out and he is so mad. So he is is behind him. Cassie runs behind him. Note, when Cassie ran out, earlier nate didn't run behind her
3: no
1: he don't love her lexi did see it though she felt bad
4: mm-hmm. so yeah nate walks out cassie's just like oh my god he's just like that was so homophobic i'm sitting here like bitch what oh, what Where
3: the fuck are nate? they laughing that shit is so
0: fucking homophobic hey,
4: i'm so sorry i had no idea like-
0: she's your fucking sister no, you want to I- shake the fuck no, out of my house i'm fucking done hey, not what? you <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
1: Like nigga, that was
4: pretty accurate. That's <laughs> <as> fuck. <laughs> and Cassie's just like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I didn't know. And Nate's just like, nigga, that's your sister. Right. You how do you know? <laughs> how do you not know this shit? Which is interesting because Fez, um, like, cause we learned yeah, earlier so- in like in the episode, like, just, like Lexi didn't tell her shit about the play. hmm Didn't tell her shit, which I'm kind of glad she didn't, but. That's if she one, did, would Cassie have listened to her? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. And so Nate's pissed. He's like, you know what? Get your shit out of my house. We are
3: done. Right.
4: And then Cassie turns around because you know this is all she ever wanted. Mm. And she lost the only thing she ever wanted. And then she walks slowly towards the... um towards the uh, towards the front of the auditorium but I'm gonna pause here because it looked like a, earlier in the play she got up and she was behind stage or she was backstage no
0: no um she wasn't I don't think that she was backstage I think that she was um I think that it was just the way that she was coming back, back in because because usually, usually the, the sound people are usually in the back of the auditorium mm-hmm. and backstage is where the actors are so I think that it was just her walking back into the into the um auditorium.
4: Okay, all right, because I was a little bit confused about that. But either way, she's walking up to the auditorium and she's like looking through the glass mirror, breathing out of like a goddamn dragon, looking like she's about to turn into Carrie from uh, <laughs> Carrie, Carrie at the prom. Like her eyes got all big and she's. Oh, I thought that was like, just me. No, nah, she's breathing hmm. like. Uh, Are you seeing the Carrie? Fucking...
1: Uh, just the, the, the gym scene.
4: <laughs> okay, so you know exactly what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, I was like, I thought, she, I thought that same she, thing.
4: And then she's looking like the fucking raptors from Jurassic Park breathing on the damn. Oh my glass. God, that's true too.
0: Good <laughs> <laughs> oh, call, I love
4: it. Oh, my God. And the God. last thing you see, to be continued. I was like, and I nigga. I was so upset, but I looked at the previews and I'm not gonna say anything cause I, you know, I don't know who out here watches that or not, but we might be getting what we,
0: what we were hoping for. I think one of my predictions is going to come true. So, um, in our group chat, I've, I've, um, I, I told, um, Jamil and Devin that I was going to go off on, on, um, something about mm. this third act because, and I if any audience members are listening that are of the opinion that I'm about to get into, um, y'all just gonna take it because
4: Uh-oh.
0: and and I'm not trying to come down on people, but I saw a lot of motherfuckers online being really fucking weird about this whole third act. People Uh-oh. were people were saying that Lexi was outing Nathaniel.
4: I um, have seen that.
0: You know, people were saying that they were feeling sorry for for Nathan because and that he he didn't deserve this because of everything that he that he went through with his dad and all this. And like they was making all the excuses in the world why why they should feel sorry for Nathan and that it was so bad. And Lexi was hurting and Lexi hurt his feelings today. I say, fuck Nathaniel, Mm -hmm. fuck
2: Mm
0: -hmm. his daddy, Mm -hmm. fuck his mama. Aaron may be cool, Jewelry's still probably out though, because first of all, I saw all this hemming and hawing and boohooing about um about Nathan about being about feeling sorry for Nathan, but I didn't see anyone post or talk about how they felt sorry for Rue that her grief, that her, her devastating grief, um was put on display and all her drug use was put on display, even though Rue took it well. Mm -hmm. But I didn't see anything about that. I didn't see anything about Maddie's about feeling sorry for Maddie and that her family business and the domestic violence issues that she had been experiencing in her family was put on blast. Nobody I didn't see anybody say anything about that. But they feeling sorry for this rich fucking white boy because his fucking feelings got hurt. Lexi's play ain't have shit to do with about what Cal did to Nate or what y'all perceived Cal did to Nate. And I'm gonna say y'all, even if it, if you don't feel this way, it don't apply to y'all. But I'm gonna say y'all. But it ain't have shit to do about that. What Lexi was doing was calling out the toxic masculinity that Nathan has put has displayed throughout these la- these previous 15 episodes. Along with the football team, and she was mocking it with homoeroticism. Y'all give cis hit white men all the grace and all the chances in the world. Feeling sorry for Nate is how you get Brock Turner. It's how you get Christopher Belter. It's how you get um what is that? What's the dude? What's the one that shot at the church? What's his name? What's his name? Um, yeah, Chris.
4: Or, I don't know. Yeah, one of it's them. how.
0: It's how you it's how you get the fucking dude that shot up that shot up those other white dudes at the Black Lives Matter rather, whatever the fuck his name is. Feeling sorry for him is how you get those guys. It's because you because people want to give cis heterosexual white men all the grace, all the chances, all the fucking sympathy. Any white man that has gotten away with a crime, especially crimes against women. It makes you feel righteous and woke because of his child, because of Whatever went on in his childhood or any perceived abuse from his father, which at this time is not substantial, has not been substantiated in the show. And you're couching it behind feelings about the feelings that he has about wanting to be with Jules, which, by the way, I've seen a lot of this coming. out. Well, he's gay. He had the dick pics and he wants to be with Jules just because he had dick pics in his phone, like they said on the show. And just because he wants to be with Jules does not make him gay. That's your homophobia showing, by the way. If you want to use that. And so Jules is not a dude. Jules is not a dude is a woman. So may saying that he's gay because he wants to be with Jules is not. That's not him being gay. And just because y'all are saying this, because it, y'all are trying to make it make excuses for him, want to be with her. It doesn't it doesn't make you any better for that. Y'all are feeling sorry. Let's just take a, a trip down memory lane. And I know I have been guilty of this. In season one, because I said that Nate was a victim, but let's just take a trip down memory lane. Y'all are feeling sorry for a dude who just last week traumatized his ex, who he's previously physically and emotionally abused her.
1: That's actually I put sexually on
0: there. I will take that as well. But he's physically (laughs) and emotionally abused her in season one. He put a gun to her head last week and and last. And like I said, that last season with the abuse, this brown the, girl, this. Yes, this brown girl. And he got off of that crime by making her and making another girl, Jules, who he also catfished and stalked and threatened and traumatized, ran her off a fucking road. He made her commit a crime by setting someone else up for it. In the very first episode of Euphoria, season one, episode one, Nathaniel was passing around Cassie's sex tapes Uh, mm -hmm. with the same football team that Lexi was mocking in his play. And he was also showing those sex tapes to minors, Mm -hmm. which are McKay's brothers. He's consistently said disgusting and rapey statements about Cassie and now Cassie's with him, and she's already a vic- his victim because he's manipulating her with his toxicity. And y'all are mad, ele- and y'all mad at Lexi? Not to McKay mention— McKay
4: should go off. McKay should go off, actually. I hope we get a little bitty scene because McKay was actually nice to Cassie. But go ahead.
0: Not to mention, Nathaniel is part of the reason why our fave, Fez— Is in the situation he's in because of last season, the raid, which got almost got, which almost got Fizz and Ash killed by Mouse before Ash had to um, kill Mouse. And these niggas and y'all motherfucking weird ass niggas are over here boo hooing because his little rich white boy feelings got hurt. Y'all look like some motherfucking clowns. Last week, Fez told people, said to Lexi that some people need to have their feelings hurt. And we was like, yes, listen to your man. This week, the only person that got his feelings hurt was Nate, and y'all trying to burn Lexi at the motherfucking stake. Y'all weird-ass niggas need to quit that shit. You ain't, like, I don't understand this whole thing about trying to protect Nathaniel's feelings, but y'all need to fucking quit it. And like I said, if this does not apply to you all, then it's not y'all. But I am I saying talking. y'all. But I'm saying y'all. We
4: ain't talking to y'all. Y'all move to the side.
0: Right. Because it was some weird shit going on about that, and it fucking annoyed the fuck out of me. Y'all Come get these the white men. Okay. Y'all get these yeah. fucking I white, you white men. Boy. You get these white men all these fucking chances and everything, but they ain't giving shit to these black girl, these black women, these black and brown women on this show. I'm just saying. Look at your motherfucking self in the mirror. And that's all I gotta say about that. Oh! Damn, can we put
4: some of as that my up? grandma
1: would say, put a period there.
4: There you go. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's that on
2: that. Right, right. So
4: you gotta add the who was a super hot. Yeah, because you dropped the mic right there. You dropped Look. the mic right there. So uh uh a uh, very, very bad segue. Do we have any feedback
2: <laughs> we, from the listener?
0: <laughs> we do we do have some feedback for the listeners. We love y'all and we y'all and y'all. Absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, we do have some feedback. Uh, I am going to I start. Jamel. <laughs> I'm going to start <laughs> with uh, what we have gotten on the anchor on the anchor poll and the Q&A. So the anchor poll was was Nathan generally being nice when he gave Jules a CD. And um, the the uh, answers was yes, no or fuck Jules. And 67 percent uh, was no, he's up to something and fuck Jews was a second answer, 33%. So, <laughs> no, he was being genuine because fuck Nathan. And the, and the Q&A was, do you think Rue is really going to make an effort to remain clean this time if she gets into rehab? Uh, Chata uh, answers, this is a hard one. Her track worker says no, but seeing herself in the play and having to deal with Lady Psychopath and what looks like what may happen to Fesco may set her on a new path. I love y'all. Thank you, China. We appreciate that. Thank you. Dre answers, I hope she does, but it may take a tragic event to occur like someone she's close to getting killed. I guess we will see. Um, yeah, we will definitely see on that. I'm thinking, I hope it doesn't happen. Um, and Charlene uh, says, I think she would, but it looks like she's going to be stuck at home and Lori is lurking and it ain't going to be good. I think Rue wants to live or else uh, she would have OD'd on that suitcase already. That's a good point. You know, she didn't do all the drugs in that suitcase. She was still, she was kind of pacing herself a little bit. So
4: Yeah, they had enough to flush.
0: Speaking yeah. of that, I, I still want
1: to know if they really did flush all that shit, because that's wild that they did. I would like to know. Mm-hmm. Like to know
0: too. Uh, our next bit of feedback, I'm gonna read. It was a message that someone sent to Devin, who I don't know who's from. Did they send it to me, or did they send it to the ship? The one you put in the group chat. Oh, oh, that was Ashley. Okay, Ashley. Our Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Ashley C. Okay.
4: Our Ashley. All
0: right. Yes.
2: Ashley.
0: Okay. Okay, so. So, uh, Ashley, well, I'm kind of offended. Ashley, you could have texted me, but uh, anyway,
2: that's
0: my wife. <laughs> Ashley says, Hey, guys, hey, um, special, hey to my girl Jamel by Fave. Lexi okay. did what she needed to do with that play. No notes, I needed, I need to give is Tony nominations. Lexi for Best Actress, Director, and Writer and Ethan for playing everyone, especially Suze and Nate. Look at Kat with the egg on her face calling Ethan boring. Meanwhile, he is a renaissance man. I am required to stand. Nathan I mean, sorry, um not Nathan, what the fuck am I going to Ethan. Uh, Ethan carried that whole production on his back, my nigga. So. And that's mm-hmm. a good
1: point. Kat out, Kat out was out here, like, saying he wasn't shit, and now look at him mm-hmm. living his mm-hmm. best mm-hmm. life.
0: Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Cassie was standing outside that door at the end of the episode, like that Velociraptor was standing outside the kitchen in Jurassic Park What did that? I say? Just fogging the window up. There's no hope for her. She's going to be. She's gonna be lost. She sounds like she's been listening to too many men on podcasts, like the ninjas that want to who want a wife that can control. She's their dream girl. It's giving princess pick at the land of the pick Um, to that I say, um, Ashley, how tall are you? You know, are you? Are, we are you? So can you know, I mean, you want a high value man. I mean, you know, <laughs> she to kick my ass. Anyway, um, um, they said my girl Maddie. On they said my girl Maddie showed her soft side of this episode. We just got to dive deeper into her emotions. I like how she removed Nate from the equation when she was banging on the bathroom door. She was coming. She was coming there like, yo, we need to talk this out. We're supposed to be best friends. Look me in the eye and tell me what's happened. And Cassie can't even give her that. It's um also she can she continues to have meaningful moments with members of the cast, um members of the cast and that scene with Lexi. Like I re- like I really get Lexi, I have her own, like I really wish Lexi would have her own Cassie. And the way you could tell that Maddie was giving her something she wished for, her face lit up. Rue was getting her life into her life to that play, and I can get behind that. Also, my girl looks clean and that made me emotional. Did Leslie reverse psychology works? Last thing I'm concerned about is Fez and Ashtray. Um, yes. So, yeah, I, I think it did work. You know, she's clean for now. Hopefully we'll see her on that path. I hope season three is the path to Ruth's recovery. Um,
1: right. And this this is this is to be a crime for them making us wait to see what's going on with Fez and Ashtray.
0: Well, every episode of television is to be continued.
4: But they have another season, so Ruth's probably going to relapse.
0: Uh I hope not. I I, I really or maybe
4: hope. she'll find a new I, I I hope I hope so too, and then it can just be about high school drama. Yeah. But I, I don't know, man. Um the next or that-
1: Gia could become a crackhead. Uh I
4: don't, no. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. Uh, Cassie Nick- can become a
1: crackhead. Mm. Yo, like as it you want said, I think Joan said it like she was looking like a whole fool out here this, this week. Yeah, she looked looking
0: like a clown. He had her literally looking mm-hmm. like a clown. Right. So our next bit of feedback comes in the form of a text message from Snacks.
4: What up, Snacks? What is Snacks' real name? I need to I'm not calling this person Snacks. I'm not doing that. Pedro? Oh, that's no, Pedro? It's no,
0: it's not Pedro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listeners uh, you have to go back into our archives no, to see no. <laughs> <laughs> to see why Jamil had that reaction. <laughs> uh, yeah. But um, Love snacks, snacks. Snacks says Devin is my favorite. Cassie is weird as fuck. Rue is amazing. That was very succinct. Thank you, snacks, for leaving the, leaving me um, a text message. Mhm.
2: Mm,
4: thank you. Thank you.
0: And uh I, go ahead
4: gonna call you uh durell or, or, it is, or it monica
2: is a woman. it's a, it's it's a woman? woman okay
4: thank you monica <laughs> I called it that. i'm
0: not doing it uh so our next bit of feedback comes in the form of email and then we have some some facebook feedback and i get in and we out of here so our next bit of feedback comes in the form of email uh first from cedric what up homie Hi, what up So, Lexi's big budget blockbuster. What up, fam? First off, what a beautifully shot episode. Weaving in flashbacks with the current storyline in the play. Where the hell did Lexi get this Marvel-sized budget? Oklahoma. Her her mom was getting her life like a black family at graduation. To see that mm-hmm. Cassie couldn't bring herself to even speak to Maddie while locked in that bathroom, what a coward! I thought Maddie was going to pull the okie dokey like the like Diamond in the Players Club and knock her out when she opened that door. I thought so too. I thought Ooh. that her head was going to go in that Ooh. fucking in that fucking. Yo, mirror.
4: she should have called Rue upstairs and be like, "Can you can you bash this door in for me, please?"
0: <laughs> Rue is <laughs> Rue is Good just back. Ruiz is just back in school like she wasn't robbing and running from the police. She looked good though. The homoerotic football scene really got to Nate huh? And to think that cast antics almost deprived us of Ethan's performance. Finally, Fizz. My boy didn't make it to the play. Angus Cloud went radio silent on social media. Can't wait to see how this unfolds unfolds next week. Yeah, that's true too because Angus Cloud usually live tweets the episodes, but you know, he yeah, he was nowhere to be found. So just like he was really. Mhm. Uh-huh. You
4: know, he just did it
0: on purpose I bet he did it on purpose probably so um, thank you Cedric for that appreciate it next thank feedback you. next feedback comes from um, Giselle and hey boo
1: hi
0: and um, so she said I made it this time she says first please forgive give me Jawan for not sending feedback after all your reminders last week my job is drain my spirit and if I had pretty feet I should look for a career change do it Jamel. do it for me
1: okay <laughs>
0: So no it's fine. It's so I love, I love
1: your I love your feet,
0: babe. Okay. I I don't know should I edit that out? Uh, <laughs> no, right? no, I edit that out. Okay. So okay. So Jess says, anyway, this week's episode of Euphoria was was as fun as it is unnerving. First of all, LA County Public Schools giving this kind of bunch for the drama department, and the students had creative freedom, and people actually came to the play. Is reminding me of another high school center show, Sex Education, that included a big production stage play. I'm sitting here wondering how the fuck, because none of the what hap- none of this happened in my school. What about y'all? I need a broader perspective. Um uh we had yeah, we had plays at my school. School, uh, um, and I think, and we had plays when I was in when I was in drama class at um uh, at uh, college, but that was mostly like improv. So, yep. but it was nothing like this.
4: Mhm. Yeah, definitely. It was. It looked like a high school budget. We yeah. did guys and girls. When I was in, I think high school. I think it was high school and stuff like that. But yeah, like you get a high school budget. You get like cardboard that you have to paint to make, a, you know, a set. So. Yeah, go ahead.
0: So I don't know about the, I don't know about all the film terms, but I love the way this episode was shot. The way the way that the only time that we can tell it wasn't the plan what was reality was when they cut the scene to Fedsco's house with that rat-looking white boy being a rat. The transition where chefs. Yes, especially when Cal transformed to Nate and Cassie showed in the mirror as an avatar of Jules. If if Nate was obsessed with Jules, as it looks like he may be, I don't know whether or not I like it as subversive as as it is or if I want more. The, the subversive route seems more dangerous and sinister, but it doesn't scare me enough to think what is he going to do next? You know what you know, like the truck rides to the houses where I thought he was going to choke Cassie out and hide the body or the Russian roulette. He played the traumatized Maddie. I wish him the worst. We all do. Cassie's mm-hmm. desperation for love is another reminder that no, that no matter how much you bend yourself into a pretzel to be a man's ideal, if he don't want you, he will discard you. I wonder if Cassie thinks that, it's, that if her father discarded the child he skeeted out and created and has a genetic con- connection to can make him love her <laughs> enough to stay, then maybe becoming a man's every desire would die. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Damn.
2: Oh,
0: okay. man. Well, she'll <laughs> never be Maddie enough. And definitely would never be jewels enough to make to make Nate see her. I only want I also wonder if she chose date because she saw the capacity for loving him while he was with Maddie to destroy herself and the love she's had in the friendship with Maddie for the feeling of love with a man while dressed up in someone else's clothes. Whew. OK, I'm rambling. Mm. That was that was amazing. Ooh. Just OK. Ooh. Okay. I loved it. I love you okay. too. Well,
4: nuts on the table with
0: that one, man. The first act of the play actually was actually was pretty heartfelt. Lexi doesn't use her voice when it matters, but found it and created art, which is both fucked up and kind of cool. It's the outlet she needed, but it's shitty when she knows people need her to speak. To speak when it will potentially give you acclaim or applause is some coward shit. It's like saying don't jump after someone has already jumped off the clip, then write a book about it. Oh, uh, uh, I I will allow it because I because that has been a a sentiment that um Jamel said, has been I but, I still, but I still stand for um for uh, Queen Lexi Howard of the East Highland. Um, I'm gonna wrap this up by saying bless up for the best witches, best wish, best whites, Fez and Ash. Ash is not white um they're terrible people for selling drugs to kids but they're lovable people who sell drugs to kids hard or gold and all that shit isn't it interesting how Faye and lexi well, care
4: ash is hard and gold but <laughs> i see what you said
0: isn't it interesting how fate and lexi care about feds and couldn't open their lips to warn to warn him well we don't know about Faye yet it's not looking good snitch Snitch on that rat looking cheese chasing head ass white boy. Fez fed you half his sandwich. That means something. And for Gia, an innocent, Talk dick- your shit. an innocent victim of a ditch addiction who clearly hasn't been able to grieve her father's death and heal for being worried about Rue. I got a drop off a cake, so bye y'all. Love Jess.
2: Thank you, who,
0: who Who is this cake for? It better not be for no other nigga. <laughs> uh oh. It's, real, real. It's, it's, for, it's for Jay. Um, oh,
1: okay, then that's fine.
0: Okay. Next bit of feedback comes from Soror Salsa. Hey, Hey, y'all. This episode was a lot. Sorry, but this is going to be a book. Okay. That play, Lexi did that. Love Bobby as the stage manager. She was getting the crew together. Lexi is a cutthroat director and writer. Maude Appetow is a beast. It's great to see Lexi coming to her own. The play was really well done, and I'm glad that Lexi got a win. Until next week, I guess. The episode filled in a lot of blanks. Now we know where the idea for Lexi's Bob Ross costume came from. Cassie adored her dad more than Lexi and was willing to overlook his addiction. I get her now. She looked like a, a damn Barbie, like Nathan's projection of a perfect girl. She's an empty vessel waiting for a guy's love to fill her up because she didn't get it from her father. Her looking in the mirror when she ran out of the auditorium was one of the saddest things I ever seen. Seeing the tween versions of of Maddie, Cassie, and Cat was gold. So glad we didn't get the conc- so glad that we got the conclusion of the intervention interruptions of Nate Gates. Rue, I love the scene between Rue and Gia. It sounded like Rue was going to rehab. It was nice to see her friendship with Lexi before drugs got in the way. I see why Lexi has been reluctant to give up on Rue. Leslie, she busted Rue open to the white meat. I'm glad that she decided to save the child she can. I know that's a symptom of addiction to be completely self-absorbed, but I hope Rue pulls her head out of her ass long enough to reconnect with the folks who love her. Jules, I do not feel sorry for her. Maddie, Samantha gave her the dress. I don't know what to make of that. I'm worried about what she might have in mind for Maddie. Love the explanation of why Maddie always seems so self-assured. Um, Nate, Lord, that dream they had about Cal, shake my head. With Maddie, Jules, and Cassie and Cal being a part of it, I have to wonder if there will be a revelation that Cal abused Nate as a child, and whether that could have anything to do with the disappearance of his third son. Like I said, I think they'll be irresponsible that they did that, Miss also. Um Cat, she claimed that she has a mind of her own. She does not. Interesting to find out that she and Maddie were close before Maddie became best friends with Cassie. I don't know where this feds Ash. Faye Custer scene is going to go. I never seen Ash look so scared before. Those scenes with Faye being the house mom, Iron and Fez's clothes, um, and getting him ready gave me hope that she might step up and tell Fez and Ash what's up, but I just don't know. She did look like she was into Fez before Custer showed up. There was some things in this episode that I wasn't sure that I wasn't sure that they were gonna get real, were real or in the play. Um Cat Caming, that scene where Cassie told Nate she wanted to be um Nate's Anastasia Steele, etc. Random mm. thoughts from, random thoughts from the play. Suze would skin her life from the Ethan playing her from Ethan playing her. Such a proud mom. She must still she must still be through with Cassie because she didn't react at all to her scenes in the play. I thought Maddie was gonna have an outburst when she realized that play was about the girls, but we saw Cassie's carry eyes at the end, like um like Devin said. Mm. Oh, oh Lexi, I hope you can run fast. How is Lexi not going to be expelled for this? Because <laughs> they ain't got no teachers. Um, Child. One shot, one shot of Elliot fuck him, and why was he there? Three shots actually. Uh, once again, Ruth's facial expressions for the win. She was, she was the only one who wasn't offended, but Lexi was very kind to her. Did Nate oh, really? Yeah. Did Nate really call the play homophobic? Sir, have you met your dad, Casper? Sure. Um, <laughs> Chassie ruined all her relationships for this guy who dumped her the, the minute things got real. That football scene was not as was not bad as a musical number. I'm glad McKay got spared. Oh yeah, I forgot about him in mm. there. Ethan is well, late.
4: Well, Lexi liked McKay, remember?
0: Yeah, she did. Yeah, McKay was very yeah. was nice to her. Ethan is Nate. Yes, he was the MVP. He was one of the best parts of the play. I'm surprised the cat seemed so entertained. She should have been reflecting on how many girls would be on e- would be on Ethan come Monday.
4: Yo, she really broke up with the a young Leonardo DiCaprio. She okay? really did. She did. She should really
0: have been did. living
4: on a yacht.
0: <laughs> so um love the show. Thank you, Miss Salsa, for that. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that long. You good. Thank you. Did. you. I, thank you let me just check Another way i love the way
1: she uh said uh i don't remember forgot how she worded it but i was like cassie was like
0: empty and need to be filled up with nails like that was beautifully worded yes okay okay good we okay last bit of feedback comes from facebook for some reason wait there's I cannot... no there's not one more oh yeah there is i'm sorry i'm sorry about that there is an email from some nigga named bennett wait hold on that's my brother Something ain't being it. (laughs) (laughs) And I I will say,
1: I will say that I do not have to have one less brother. Thank you. I love you.
0: Talk to you tomorrow so um uh, bennett says what up huge fan of the show just want to say i love this episode the play was fire lexi absolutely bodied nate and cassie i can't wait to see how cassie reacts to the play in the next episode nate was getting exposed to nate was getting exposed in front of everyone it was my favorite show so far i also love seeing rue happy and sober i'm super mad that Faye didn't say anything to fez about custer um being a rat and i hope ashtray put her put her on the streets when where she belongs <laughs> last thing i'm excited to see what Lori is gonna be up to next episode can't wait for this week's episode in the pod all right thank you bennett thank you love bennett. you bro now you are you are in it now right. All right How how old is bennett uh 21 okay i was gonna say was he old enough to watch the show okay <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I mean, he, he made me feel old as fuck with that X Men thing today, for real. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Not yet. Oh. You got to get on that Bennett, but that's Devin's that's Devin's fault. He should have showed you earlier.
1: Nigga, he 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 originally didn't see the uh Tobey Maguire movies. Oh, he had wow. to watch. Oh, the, he God. had to rewatch the or he had to watch those, not rewatch. watch wow. that shit hurt me. I failed him. All right, so I have let, failed this city. You did. <laughs> I really have.
0: <laughs> so last bit of feedback comes from Shalita. Hey, boo! And, and Shalita hey, says, girl! Yeah, Shalita says, Hey, guys, okay, I think I'm ready. It was a lot happening for, in this episode, and I'm sure I'm confused about what about the, what the play was about and what was real. I'm so scared for Fizz and Ash in the finale. It would take the cops to keep him from seeing Lexi's play. What do y'all think is going to happen to them? Uh, we don't want to speculate, because um, it's kind of spoiler. Uh, I feel like Ash might be in the middle of killing customers customer in the cosmos busting and maybe shoot him i don't want to see that happen but i got a bad feeling their immediate future uh, uh about their immediate future and i need Lexi to know her man then ghost her he's probably about to get arrested the worst. uh he did he, text her though yeah he mm-hmm. did
4: he said um he said he was on his way
0: right, right.
1: so she probably obviously
4: mean, she was probably too busy to read that but yeah.
1: i meant to ask like this earlier in the show when we were going through it but do we feel like all like all the stuff that we saw with uh, Fezco, Astray and all them is before the play happens, right? We don't know what.
0: That's before what, the play.
1: Yeah, like we don't know what's happening live time, right? Yeah, all that fair stuff is definitely before the play. Okay, so like we, because uh, I know watching it live, I know me and my homeboy talked about this. Like, it was like that he didn't start getting ready until this, the play started. But I'm like, well, maybe it's just like before that. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is all probably happening like during the overture.
1: Okay. Yeah. So you think he he was he was going to be late?
0: No, I think no, that he was going to be no. on time. I think that it was it was just literally it was like that was before the play started. And okay. they just interspersed it within the episode mm-hmm. okay. as far as like tension for tension. Okay. Um which by the way Devin, you break up a point that uh there's a piece of music that plays over um, those scenes with Fed, where with uh, it is uh, from a movie. Is the piece of music is a song, Teo Plego Amani, by Inicio Morricone, who is a, who's frequently worked with Quentin Tarantino, and it's also from a movie called Metti Una Sera Essina, which is uh, an Italian What's film. You? directed by Giuseppe Patroni griffey but the reason i bring all that up is because that movie that italian movie is also about a play
2: oh. mm. so that's
0: just a deep cut because sam's this because sam, sam levison is a fucking nerd um, also uh
1: quentin tarantino the director of the best movie ever django <laughs> just saying who is that nigga on that nag
0: <laughs> that part was funny right so <laughs> continuing on, Shalita says, "What do you think about Lexi's tough love approach? Leslie's tough love approach with Rue is that going to backfire on her? Plus, she's right to focus on Gia. Gia is still a minor. Rue is almost an adult. Love seeing Rue and Lexi's friendship before all the bad stuff happens to them. We talked about that. Bobby should run out things because she's adorable. Definitely yes, Bobby is adorable. Um, and I think she that this is her like first acting role. She's a model uh, by trade." Mm. Uh, yeah, yes, yes. Le- Lexi is a fucking G because it takes a lot of balls to put that play on. I feel like Maddie. <sighs> Kat, though she was barely in it, and Rue enjoyed... You know what? That's actually funny because Kat was barely in the play. It looks like she's barely in the show. Um, <laughs> 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 and, Rue, and Rue enjoyed it while the two other psychos in this toxic relationship flipped out. Now, I love the play, but did Lexi just out Nate? You, re- listen to my rant. No, she didn't. <laughs> I'm not talking to you, Shalita. I love you, Shalita. So, uh, Nate is the worst, and fuck that dude, and fuck, and fuck that dude, but outing someone without consent is wrong, no matter how much a person is an asshole, so who's gonna die off that finale? I feel like Cassie wants to kill her sister, and Ethan better get his show stealing ass some bodyguards, because I wouldn't be surprised if Nate comes for him. He better not, but still hate that dude. He's a violent psychopath, and I'm legit worried he would hurt someone we actually like, but forever but for and always, fuck Nate. Yes, fuck Nate, you cannot out someone that's not gay, by the way. So that's what I had to say about that. He's not gay. I don't think he's she outed him. I think she was kind of like the toxic masculinity in the homo and with homoeroticism. I'm gonna say I'm
1: I disagree with that, but he's a shitty person, so I don't give a fuck.
0: <laughs> well I can agree with that, Devin. If, if right. you know but uh, I, I don't don- give a fuck. Right. Fuck, fuck me. that nigga. Right. Yeah. Fuck him. I understand how people may think that she was outing him, fuck him.
4: but
0: fuck him, okay? Fuck him. So clearly Samantha caught Maddie on the nanny cam, but where is Maddie going? Is she graduating a skipping town? Also, I felt bad for her. Cassie absolutely has no self awareness to comprehend how much she hurt Maddie. Um, Suze is everything. She barely get. She's, was getting her entire life doing that play. What the fuck was that nightmare with Cal and Nate? Was Nate physically molested? Clearly, he was emotionally, but there was some. But was there some actually physical molestation? Again, I think exactly they, about that. Yeah, no, because that would be irresponsible to do that. Um, that's it. Can't wait to listen to the podcast. By the way, clearly there was no adult supervision during the making of this play. Plus, house was no problem because they basically put on a Broadway play.
1: Absolutely like, none, Shalita. Mm-hmm. Also, Shalita, I need to ask you: Did you watch The Walking Dead on Sunday?
0: Did it come back already?
1: Yep, the Sunday was the premiere.
0: Oh, I gotta go back and watch. I gotta catch up. Maggie uh, was
1: out here, nigga.
0: Okay. Out here. Gotta catch up. Thank you, thank you uh, very much, Lita. And uh, like you, and like some of the stuff that you had questioned was brought up, and um, some of the stuff about Nate was brought up in my in my rant. Uh, but you know, I love you. Uh, so. Thank you. But uh, thank you. And listeners, if you do want to also leave us feedback uh, for next episode, you can do that uh, by sending us an email at etopod at gmail.com. Um, you can also leave us a voicemail or a text um, like snacks, snacks right? at 205-304-1655. You can also look us up on Facebook. Just look up, edit out, and you will see edit out with Jamel, Devin, and Jawan, And you can okay, just follow me, please. Yes. Real name. Uh, would you like to smell? Would you like to smell snacks?
1: Spell snacks. S N A C A Q. Oh, I don't know.
0: No, I don't. No, know. It, that doesn't roll. That doesn't roll off the same all way. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you look. The, but uh, thank you very. well uh, definitely, thank you very much for listening and leaving feedback. And Jamel, where can they find you on the internet?
4: Want to find me? You can find me on Twitter at Jamelle bell That is J A M E L L E M Y B E L L E. If you're looking to find me on Instagram or uh, TikTok or Snapchat or, uh, I, I, just don't. I, mm -mm. it's cool, sunny business.
1: And Devin, you can find me on Twitter at Devin Lamar.
4: With two R's.
0: Talk about it. And you can um, find me on The Quiet Storm, on oh, Twitter, better. at JTD, at J-A-Y-T-E-E-D-E-E. You can also find me on uh, TikTok at Chef JTD. Um, I'm going to be posting some more soon. And I just want to say that um, the hour is here, and you must forgive graciously. <laughs> so... so. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you very much for oh listening. We appreciate, we appreciate you. We, uh, please uh, listen to us on the platforms. You can hit up our anchor link and find us on the our, all platforms. Please continue to leave us some five-star reviews on um on itunes and apple Podcasts and on, on spotify as well um so that we can be pushed up in the ranks we got some special things coming up soon i will go ahead and announce since the full trailer has already been released and the news has been coming out that since you Eufo- when euphoria ends we are going to be covering season three and season four of uh, atlanta which is on atlanta. fx so that's coming up, I believe, in about two weeks. We may have a uh, a show in between that. I'm still working out. I still need to work out the um, details with, J- with Jamel, but we'll do that behind the scenes on what we're going to do. But we have something special that we're planning, so I'm going to work logistics of that with her. But anyway, once again, thank you very much for listening. And we will holler at y'all next week for the season finale of Euphoria.
7: Peace! Farewell! Bye-bye. Trisha, this song is for you. I don't fuck with you. You little stupid ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. What? You little you little dumb ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. I got a million trillion things that I'd rather fucking do. Alright, fuck it. That's what we're doing, alright. Then i be fucking with you. Little stupid ass, I don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck, I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck, bitch. I don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. Don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. I heard you got a new man, I see you taking a pig. They ain't posted up thinking that it's making me sick. But I'm to see you calling, I've been making it quick. I'ma answer that shit like I don't fuck with you. You little stupid ass, bitch, I ain't fucking with you. You little little dumbass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. I got a million trillion things that I'd rather fucking do. Okay, music stop. Than the beat, fucking with you. Yep. Little stupid ass, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't, I don't don't give a fuck, bitch. I don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. Don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. Okay. Who's the loser now, Trisha? Bully this bitch. Oh my, I was unaware
2: of the lyrics and the strong language in that song, so I do apologize. But uh, you know what, Uh, I apologize for nothing else.